who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. The Critical Role Podcast, brought to you by Geek and Sundry, with special permission from Vox Machina. Alrighty. So... As a quick overview as to where we were, the party essentially was given a quest from the capital city of Iman to find the missing folk hero, Lady Kima of Vord, a halfling paladin, very well known, who has gone missing while on a pilgrimage vision quest over the past year. She'd been missing for a number of weeks, nearly months at this point, and you were sent to the dwarven city of Craghammer to find and bring her back safely. Uh, after going to the city, you discovered that she had delved into the mines, seeking some sort of, of extremely dark evil that was seated somewhere deep beneath Craghammer proper. In searching for her, you managed to find your way through the mines into the entrance passage into the Underdark. Underdark, which is a very scary place. You've encountered a number of subterranean beasts and creatures, some of which are unnaturally mutated or altered by some sort of magic you cannot place. Upon going through these caverns, a few battles with Duragar, the ashen-skinned evil subterranean dwarves, further subterranean dwarves, I guess you'd say, um, and encountered your first Mind Flayers, Ithilids, which seem to have allied strangely with the Duragar. Normally enemies uh, by nature, they're working together under what you've discovered since is a common enemy referred to as Kavarn. Nothing really is known of Kavarn other than it has a great power uh, and has united these two forces for some nefarious purpose. Apparently these abominations and these strange mutations you've encountered, these experiments, also seem to have been created by Kavarn, though no one knows quite why or how. Um, as you traversed down, you managed to befriend a uh, Arcanist Mind Flayer that was cast out from the colony, 
named Clarota, who has aided you under the the uh, the intent that you would help him free his people of the slavery of Kavarn and release the Mind Flayers to their own uh, normal state of mind. And uh, you made your way to the Durgar Fortress, Emberhold, found and released Lady Kima, who underwent many, many weeks of torturous experiences to come through, still firm of mind and ready to kick some ass. Um, through a very painful battle in the Emberhold, you managed to pull your party out, only a few of them turned to stone, uh, and with a foot burned off. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and Grog being dominated and grognapped by the surviving Another queen, Durgar Queen Another. Ulara. Whoa. We're gonna Everybody have to get one of those that. child leashes for you. <laughs> 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 Maybe we can get a chip implanted in him so we can. Oh, you have like a dog chip? Mm-hmm. So you get on enchanting that. I like chips. Yeah. Um, like one of those tiles you put on your keys so you can always. Yes. There you go. That's actually not a bad idea. Can we do that? Uh, there's, there's, an, there's an app. Grog jack? Grog jack. Whenever it gets taken, it just gives you a little beeper in your yeah. butt. Um, so the party then, in trying to locate Grog's position, found their way delving past the uh, the lava fall based element of the the obsidian rock Durgar Underdark, deeper in just into discovering this cursed kind of pit of undeath bone shards and glass. Upon traversing it, they encountered one of these abominations that you've seen traces of left before. This weird half partial elven partial tentacle monstrosity that slashed through your party, nearly killed Trinket, um, but was defeated by you. You managed to make your way across this bone field and discover what appears to be a camp across a number of pillars in the distance. Uh, uh, Vax went ahead and stealthed up, looked over and saw that there was a camp of Duragar, and apparently the surviving Queen Ulara uh, giving them orders next to Grog, who is currently bolted by iron bands to some sort of a cart that they've been dragging him through this tunnel passage with. And that is where we have left off. So. I think I've got a plan. Oh! Because I did too. You have a plan. No, I want to hear yours. So let's do them both without telling and just see what happens. <laughs> I'll shampoo you I actually, I actually like this idea. Keyleth can melt through rock. So if we can get the attention of everyone who's guarding Grog, she could slip through while we're drawing them out and get through and, un- and let him go that, in the midst of the fight. That works with my plan. That works with your plan. My plan was to was to uh, go in there and distract them while you did something. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect plan. I like that plan. <laughs> I hadn't con- I hadn't completed the thought because something hadn't been worked out. You were eighty percent there. You were like eighty. Actually, let me tell you all that Grog is oh. up here. You didn't know. I assumed oh, you'd come oh, back. Yes. Yes. No, I'm still. I'm still, still up in fighting. Okay. That raises Whoops. the stakes. Last, <laughs> last week I said. Come up now. Oh, I, right. And that's when he called. And, and, I, t- and I, I already taken off, so I'm already headed there. Oh. I was when you said come up well, now. Great. Well, so we're, we're there. Was it Tiberius? Roll a stealth check. Hold on, let me show you my collection of tin cans uh, tied to my tail. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, I'm fine. I'll just yeah, roll the shit out of that. 20, uh, 20, 20, 20. 20. Uh, 16. 16, okay. So as Tiberius coasts up, Along the back portion of Vax's arrival point. Okay. Well, we're all going. Uh, no, where are we going? Where is everybody? We're on our way. Stuff. I don't know. I heard you notice one of the Duragar right. kind of <laughs> looks over his shoulder in your direction. And plan over. And begins to make a few steps in that direction. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. 
Who? You? Yeah, he went in yeah, anyway. Yeah, he, and he's not stealthed enough. All right, I I'm grab Tiberius by the snout and pull him back I just, around the edge of that rock. That's what I said I'm doing week. it. I'm, I'm just, just doing it. Because I remember it when we left okay. okay. Dagger out. I'm following my dagger out. As soon as he did that, I was like, I followed. All right. So the Durgar continues to move forward okay. towards the edge of the rock. Okay, okay, okay. We stealth. Can I head that way directly? The rest of you. Not you, Grub. And I'm throwing a knife into the dwarf's neck. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh, and that's coming well, over at all! All right, so uh, the rest of you guys go ahead and roll stealth. All right. Okay. He's not waiting. We've been doing this for 30 seconds. We're already in a fight. I'm not going to stand here and wait them. for the door guard to walk around. I was going the to distract them, too. This is oh, a solid, solid start. I'm going in. I'm, like, I'm walking into the camp. All right. Oh, wait, wait, okay, it's wait. Good, I roll Are we just abandoning the plan? No, we're just going for it right now. Oh, all right, all right. Um, okay, good. All right, so yeah. the rest of you. I rolled a nine, so it doesn't even matter. Doesn't I matter. rolled a 10, yeah. Okay, so the rest of you begin trudging in Jesus down this, this tunnel towards Don't. the edge. <laughs> oh, Clorota and Kima are <laughs> holding up the back rear end. You know, if you wait five minutes, I can at least take one nope. out. Nope. Nope. As as Scanlan approaches, the Durgar immediately turns around. Mm. Hi, Durgar. Can I think? You right up behind. <laughs> okay. Oh, I turn into an Earth Elemental. All right. Simultaneously, simultaneously, as you approach, the Durgar just looks behind, gives you a glance. You can see his eyes, normally kind of pupilless eyes of the ashy-skinned Durgar, kind of are now glowing with an odd, dull green color that you haven't seen in Durgar previously. And he starts rushing towards you. Great. He's going to make a simultaneous round rushing awesome. up to you for an attack while you release your two attacks against him yes. and you release your dagger. Go twinsies. So, this, this, this calls for a <laughs> music change. All right, so. Best laid plans. <laughs> My first one was an ultimate fail. Okay, good to know. All right, the first door swings at you with his Warhammer. To you, Scanlan, that comes down with a uh, 12. 12 versus armor class? Versus armor class, yeah. I'm okay. You just, you pull back and the uh, <laughs> the, the giant Warhammer just swings past you and you duck out of the way. Thankfully, <laughs> though you're, you know, the Durgar, relatively small, you're much smaller. As a gnome, you slip right out of the path of the actual hammer blow. Um, your first arrow misses, second one you said 25. hits. 25. 25 definitively hits. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh, I'm cursed today! Eight. Eight damage. Damage. All right, so after he swings past past, uh, Scanlan, who ducks out of the way, one arrow just cruises over his head and you hear cats scattering and clattering against the rocks in the distance. He looks over in your direction as the second one just grazes his shoulder. You can see a little bit of blood begin to spill, but it doesn't even turn his head towards the wound. He's still just glaring at you angrily um, while you throw your dagger from behind. He's not even aware of your presence currently. Twenty natural. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> First of the night. There is a magnet inside this die. I, I should be just just full disclosure. Okay, so natural yeah. twenty. We're buying you new dice next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll buying new dice as well. All right, right. Thank you. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so as you pull pull Typerius back, clutching the front of his snout, keeping him quiet, you pull a dagger out, toss it in the air, catch it, and fling it at full speed, striking true. Go ahead and roll damage That's with sneak five. attack bonus. Also uh, multiplied. Yay. Yes, 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 he's Dead. gone, he's gone. Okay, all right, so one plus three. 40, uh, 47. All right, so as he 
he turns and the, the arrow strikes off his shoulder and he glares at you, Vex. He pulls back his hammer again, looking down at Scanlan, coming down for a, a blow to basically bash his skull in. But he stops suddenly as you see this blade protrude from the front of his skull. <laughs> his glowing eyes fade back to a dull, pale, whitish color, and his body just slumps onto the ground as your dagger you, magically returns to your hand from below. Durgar down. I nod to you. I step you forward and say, is her name Ulara? Ulara, Queen Ulara. Queen, Queen Ulara, show yourself. Step out and talk to us. Everyone hold. And the rest of you are all staying where you are? Are you moving forward with Scanlan? Oh, you're talking? Are they? Yeah, we're doing a talking thing? Yeah. Let's step up behind him. I want to step up and make him look more amazing with me and Trinket behind him. I am going... Hang on, wait, what are you doing? What? I want to step up behind Scanlan <laughs> with a bear behind him and make him look more imposing. All right. I'm so going to kind of, um, I'm going to kind of slink back into the shadows and turn into an earth elemental and sink into the ground. <laughs> okay. And hopefully they Keyleth. won't see that happen. It's no longer Keyleth. <laughs> Whoa, you're here! Fades underneath the earth somewhere, just, just sips into it almost like like sand through an hourglass, you just Whoa. vanish beneath That's the surface cool, of the right? rock. Great yeah. way to leave a party. Emma steps <laughs> <Ghosting>. forward, <laughs> making a point to step angrily onto the corpse of the Duragar. You hear the crunching of bone and metal as she steps over his corpse. Badass. Percy, you're approaching as well? I'm staying a little bit back. Okay, so about there? Yeah, about there. All right, Klonota's gonna move off to the side here, uh, and Pike is gonna come and kind of get the center point where she feels the most applicable to heal. DM, uh, yes. where on the map is the queen right now? You don't see her right now. Don't see oh, her. She's in the tent. Uh, she's in the tent, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Grog works right over here. Uh, uh, yo. <clears throat> yo. I uh, yo. <clears throat> see what's going on. I rub my uh, ring and I go invisible. Okay. Greater invisibility. All right, so Tiberius also vanishes from view. Uh, you glance over your shoulder. Uh, Vex and notice that Tiberius He's just gone, just vanished. Um, All right, so as you shouted this out, the secondary Durgar now turns and first I'll make a persuasion check. Oh, uh, yeah. no, no, in this case, intimidation, I think is what this is gonna be. Do I roll again? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say okay, because it is a different skill. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to move to the other, uh, on the other side of that other I roll again. <laughs> Get about there with this round. Okay. 22. 22. <laughs> Fucking love this game. All right. As you as you shout this, the Duragar grabs this war pick from his side, looks at you angrily, and begins to step forward as a giant grizzly bear, <laughs> and the rest of the party kind of fills, filters up behind you in full like flying V formation. He puts his pick to his side and yells off to his shoulder, "My queen, we've got company." As he does, the flaps of the far end of the tent here open up. There's a dwarf there, not a Duragar, but a dwarf that is standing there to the side that steps out of the way, and uh, Queen Ulara steps out as well. And you see her angrily look off to the side. <sighs> well then, it appears that we have some business to discuss. And she begins to step past the front of the uh, of the fireway, stopping right next to the fire pit, just kind of keeping a good 15-foot distance with her arms crossed. The dwarf comes and flanks her on this side, and you now see while I cannot seem to find the figure for the life of me right now to represent it, we'll use this for the time being. Uh, there is uh, uh, an elf also flanking her. Normal-looking elf, dressed and looks like a fine chainmail attire, long sword at the side, so there's a, an elf and a dwarf both it's, flanking it's her. Clearly, they're clearly with her. 
they are at her side, like right. like uh, they're ready to defend her. They could be charmed. <clears throat> Queen Ulara, if I may have a word, let us spare each other lots of bloodshed and just have a chat before we uh, fight. <laughs> Is that all right? Talk, small, annoying creature, and perhaps it'll delay the inevitable. <clears throat> we, uh, my friends and I, uh, have Hello. come. Hi, yes. <laughs> We've come from the uh, the above world, the the normal world, let's say, uh, to your fine kingdom down here below, and uh, we were on a mission. We're a bit of—I don't want to brag—but we're a, a bit of an elite task force sent in by kingdoms and kings that. You probably haven't heard of way down below, but anyway, <clears throat> I'll spare you. Hold that thought just for a second. Uh, Percy, go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh, oh shit. It's out of the blue like that. Oh no, no. Uh, 10. Okay. Oh no. Oh. oh no! Wait, DM, DM, Vax is creeping along the back of that tent and curving around. All right. Thank you. I, and you're... I, I'm going to uh, clip, uh, do the, the earring and go to scan and be like, Keep it simple. Will you? I mean, really? Come <laughs> down. Yeah, how could you? Milady, um, I, I also we have come on. We have come on a mission to save someone that you were holding captive. We have completed our mission, and in the melee in that um, hovel you oh. call the palace back there, we uh, we lost one of our own, and we would like him back. Now, I'll make it very simple because my fellows uh, are begging me to keep things simple. It's a simple binary choice. You can all die right now, or you can turn over our friend, and we will probably, probably leave you in peace. I would promise, <laughs> but I don't make promises to dogs. <gasps> oh, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm moving, like, kind of behind <laughs> where this pillar is, but in the ground. Behind where this pillar is, in the ground? No, 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 I'm... Do you have a mic? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm and drop? Okay. Oh, that's Keelan. All right. So uh, at, at, at that response, and you're noticing now, is getting a better glance at the queen too. Her normally white, pale Duragar eyes have a strange kind of green glowish hue to them, as do the two individuals to the right and left of her. And she just looks you square in the face. You took my king from me. Came and slayed him in his own throne room. You took something I love. I take something you love. He's mine there. And I'm bringing him to his greater destiny. At which point, a loud, horrendous, streaking sound pierces the ears of everyone in this vicinity as, this appearing out of a ripple of energy, a once invisible mind flare goes cascading out a mind blast in a cone that just tears through the entire group here. Scanlan, Vex, uh, Pike as well, uh, Trinket, Percy, go ahead and roll. A, uh, this would be intelligence saving throw. I'll die once I finally come back. Saving throw. Yes. What is that? Roll your saving throw for intelligence. Okay. Small square near the top upper left hand. Okay. Please don't. Add, I, I add your intelligence. Uh, twenty-one. All right. Uh, do I roll for trinket? Too? Sixteen. Yes, you do. Okay. Um. Bex. Uh, fourteen. Okay. Okay. And okay. So, you double over, clutching your skull as the pain is too much to you to bear, and you find yourself unable to actually draw commands to your muscles and them to function. You are currently stunned. Great. 
Uh, roll for Trinket. Oh, he rolled an eight. Trinket falls to the ground with this horrible sound, uh, digging his nose into the into the actual dirt to try and find a way to escape this piercing mental agony, this this psychic death. Pretty shitty, you guys. It sucks. Both of you guys take twenty two points of psychic damage, by the way. Oh good. Trinket's about to die again. Who was all stunned? Four and twice. Uh, Pike, also. And Pike. DM, I'm throwing a dagger at the queen. Okay. Now we roll initiative. Oh, thank you. Stuff is begun. Can I do something right before that? Like. No. Essentially, this triggers the combat. Now this was an immediate occurrence. Now we're going to initiative order. Okay. Like barbecue or something. What happened? Now, by my saying that, do I get into the initiative order, or does my action come out, my decision come out before. I would say for the two that didn't act this turn, you guys have advantage on the initiative roll because okay. you guys have been holding your actions. So Tiberius, you can also roll, uh, have, initi- have advantage on your initiative roll oh, since you guys were holding up. 21. 21. Nice, that's better. That's way better than a two. And I, I don't roll anything because <laughs> no, I'm stunned. You are stunned currently. Uh, so. All right, so um, you stole initiative, so we have the order that you go in, so. Uh, 21. All right, so. 22. All right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That oh, are we doing, doing this? Already. We are. We're doing it's on my trunk. Let's do it. We're in my clean. What do you need? I've got right, a 13. Okay, so uh, 20 to 15. It's sugar time. Uh, 20 to 18. 18. 18. All right. Wow. You got some good initiative rolls, guys. 16 good job. here. Okay. Uh, 15 to 10. Oh, then me. 13. <laughs> There we go. You play stunned well. No, 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 leave him here. I'm not a victim. I'm going to kick butt as soon as I wake up. Oh, yeah. Kima also fell stunned with that, unfortunately. Um, all right, that brings us to. Uh, I think it's everyone's initiative. 21 over here. Yeah, yeah, everyone's there. All right, cool. So. Top of the round, Percy, you're up first. Um, okay, I'm, we, we need uh, Earth Elemental uh, stats if you know okay. where they are, Monster by the way. Oh, did you not put them out? Monster Manual. Monster Manual. <laughs> there we go. See, it, come, it comes in handy more often than you think. For my eggs. Yeah. Uh, but since, since while, while we're looking that up, I'm basically going to pull my gun, I'm going to fire four times into the face of that, of that, uh, of that awful, awful screaming bastard. Oh my god. So of of the, the, the mind flare, yeah, the mind flare. Okay, so you whip around. It's there in your face. Go ahead and make. You're you're using your action surge to fire two additional times. You said. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Four four rounds. Go for an attack. Pew, uh, pew. First attack with pepper bombs. Pew pew pew. Is pew, uh, pew, pew, pew. thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, unfortunately, misses. Form shifts, and you can feel the psychic energy of its its oppressive mental force causing your hand to miss its aim with each. Pulled the trigger. All right, uh, fire shot for 19. 19 does hit. Uh, it's my fire shot, so that's uh, 10. Put it on him, Percy, let's go. Uh, oh my god, this sucks. Eight points of damage, what is okay. this about? Third attack? Third attack. Um, Spin the barrel again on the Hepper Gox. Now for Yeah, now 20. Get on it! So, that's uh, thank Murder you. him! Get on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. Uh, That's 11 points of damage. Alrighty. 
Uh, that's doubled. that's doubled with the critical. Uh, that's two d10 with uh, I double I double the dice, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's. Or roll and double the dice number, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that. All right. And now I'm going to take a sharpshooter uh, bonus. So that's oh that sucks. That's eleven. That doesn't hit. Unfortunately, so the, the the first one hits. The second one actually clips part of its chest, and you can see as it tries to use its psychic abilities to resist the bullet, it still pierces its chest on the side. Missing everything vital, still causing it to suck in the air for a moment. Terrible roll, and I'm going to use some movement to dodge left to get out of the way of that guy. Okay, let's move this way. Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, about there. Okay, cool. I'll actually get out the uh, the laser pointers. I'll bring him one. Hey, did is Grog stone? Wait, no, Grog's tight. He Grog is He's held by down. iron bands. He's Grog's down. been hit the piece pipe. Yeah. He's unconscious. Yeah. He, I, you guys don't no. know. You haven't seen him yet. I saw him. Awake. You described it to me last week. He's an iron bands held on like a. But he's cart. awake. Yeah, right? on a cart. Let me check. Iron bands. Yeah, he's he's tied down. All right. He's so on the whole cart, though, right? Tiberius, yeah. you're up next. Great. I peek That's over the little thing. And I go ooh ooh. And I throw a fireball for my ring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where are you throwing it? Oh, right, in the juicy spot of those three. Right here? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right in the juicy so, as they're all sitting there looking ready to pounce for this series of battle, all of a sudden there's a slight streak of reddish energy in the distance as y'all are watching. It looks almost like the fire pit behind them just explodes in this giant, fiery ball of red, angry, fu- magical fury. Um, so, go ahead and roll your 8d6 damage. Um, oh, I'm missing d6s. more. Uh, let's see, that is. Uh, 20, this 31 damage. Uh, 31 points. 31 points damage? Okay. Uh, Queen Ular, you notice, as the Duragar are generally considered as this blast in this area as well, both her and the Duragar make their saving throw. They have magic resistance innately against it. Um, That's bad. Um, yeah, they're hardy creatures, man. Uh, however, the um, the elf on this side ends up just being thrown to the side, and its entire body gets thrown about 20, 30 feet across from just the force of the explosion landing on the ground, lifeless next to you. Oh, wow. Burnt cinder. The dwarf takes a brunt of it as well, appears to still be alive, but looks very horribly burdened. It's kind of looking at its hands now, like, barely standing. And then I spend two sorcerer points to for an ice knife. Before we get to that point, mm. uh, Grog, you also take the damage. Oh. What? How many points? He's a friggin' spine. She'll be fine. Because you said you threw it in the fire there. Yep. Grog's right there. Oh, On a cart. I said the juice spot of those three. I knew Grog was there. Of course I wouldn't throw it there. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they've torn it down here. to one. Yeah, I know. but I thought, I don't know. He doesn't want to cut. Be specific next time, but yeah, it's okay. You can take it. We're down all of our laser pointers. And I oh. throw that right in the back of uh, Queenie's head. Oh, yeah. Okay. Throws what? All right, go for it. So as you coalesce this arcane energy into this blue, kind of cold, freezing uh, plume of, of moisture in your hand, it forms into this giant, dagged blade of ice, and you chuck it in the straight line. Go ahead and roll your... Uh, roll your d20 plus your spell attack modifier. Get it. Get some. Uh, 19. 19 does it. Sweet. With our major. Oh, Sweet. Uh, and then that's 1d10. Uh, 
So that's a ten. Uh, and then uh, it, then it, it shatters. Uh, and then it does uh, two. Where the fuck is it? Uh, two d six um, uh, damage as well. Okay, and to her and everyone up there. And, fi- and a five foot radius. Right. So yeah. And that guy's like right next to me, right? Yeah. How much damage? Uh, what's the damage of the fireball? It was... 31. 31? Oh. Cool. 31 points of fire oh. damage. Cool. And that's uh, 4 points of damage to both of them. Both of them? Alright, gotcha. Well, 4 points of damage is enough, as the shards of ice from the back of Alara's torso explode into the spray of jagged ice chunks. It just pierces continuously the right side of this dwarf, who then falls to the ground, kind of cra- gasping at his wounds and trying to stand at his feet before falling over unconscious. Right there. Um, and, uh, I, and I have greater invisibility, so I'm still invisible, and I just peek back behind the rock. Mysterious fireball, I stagger, source. Okay. Um, you come to consciousness in extreme pain as your entire body is immersed briefly in flame. I'll do that in a second. Vex. Okay, uh, I'm going Vex. to use my feet uh, cunning action for one extra uh, action per turn of combat use for either dash, disengage, or hide. So I'm going to double distance and go one, two, three, four, five, I can't get see here, six maybe, seven, eight, nine, ten. Stop right here by Clarota. Mm-hmm. Clarota. <laughs> and dagger, dagger at this jerk face uh, over right here. here. Yep. All right. Uh, that was stealthed, by the way. Right, roll stealth check. All right. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to use luck. Uh, okay, so stealth is 23. Okay. Okay, so, and he hasn't gone yet, so for the assassination uh, assassinate feat for rogues, if he hasn't gone yet, this is a critical hit. In theory, combat already began when he attacked the rest of your party, so. Okay. Combat's begun. Sorry. So, Sorry. It, the so no. says if you have the jump, if you go before the person's gone, but we can talk about Correct. that Correct, but, but they've already attacked gone. half your party with a mind right. In theory, the battle's already right. begun. Uh, okay, so Keen Dagger flying through the air. All right. Uh, oh, I didn't hit to attack. Okay, so that hits. Uh, 16 plus 27. That definitively hits, yes. Okay, so three plus two, five, uh, seven, Is 32 plus uh, 36 total. 36 points of damage. All right. Dagger. So the the, uh, dagger. the mind flayer, which is after it finishes a mind blast, you can see it beginning to eye what its next target would be as Percy goes running off to the side. It looks over at its three freshly stunned prey and begins to lumber towards what looks to be either Pike or Vex. He's gonna try to suck um, his brain. Before it get, before it gets a chance to advance, though. Out of nowhere, your dagger pierces it in its shoulder. It looks down and grasps for it. As its hand tries to pull the dagger out, the dagger just disappears in a plume of black shadow energy back into your hand as you throw the other dagger. Oh, sorry, asswipe. Uh, okay, that is a 19. 19 does also hit. And that is a uh, eight of damage. All right. <laughs> the other dagger, the creature actually puts up a little bit of a psychic field for a second, and it stops its momentum as it does still manage to strike it, but with nowhere near the damage you were hoping it would. Um, cool. That ends your turn. That brings us to Scanlan. Okay, so all that's remaining on the battlefield is the Queen and the Mind Flayer? Mind Flayer, the Queen, and this Duragar here uh, has not acted yet. Uh, all right. 
I'm gonna just bum rush the queen. <laughs> yes! yes. Alright. And just dive <laughs> over her. Alright. Just, just dive full head on straight for her and bear hug her with banishment. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, baby! I love banishment. Okay. You know you could cast it from a distance. No, you're this is more fun. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's touch spell. It's touch. So, All right. So, Huggies. what's Huggies. your spell DC? Are you, are you, I assume you're using your hand cone. I, I, I do most things through that. Yeah, as you charge forward, you pull out your enchanted hand cone and shout the incantation towards her with an angry glare. Oh, good loss, motherfucker! Is it a DC of 19 for that? Yeah. Really? Oh, my God. Okay, even with her spell resistance, she does not resist it. <laughs> It's, it's not you, it's me! <laughs> <laughs> so is, it, is it intelligence or wisdom save? Oh, ah. <laughs> I don't know things! Uh, <laughs> target of flame resistance. I don't know, where does it say? It should say what saving throw it is. Find it! <laughs> <laughs> I will do this for you. What, On a charisma saving throw, or be banished. Okay. So. If it was anything but a charisma saving throw, she would have shrugged it. Charisma, she does not have in spades. Ooh. As you reach out, she pulls back, you can see her beginning to form this, this crackling bolt of energy you've seen once before in the throne room that shot out and hit multiple members of your party at once for a severe amount of damage. This would have been a very dangerous round if you hadn't have connected with her right in the front of her clavicle. She looks at you with this, this look of confusion and, and completely caught off guard frustration before her entire form Blinks out of existence and is no longer visible on the board. Barda. Yes. <laughs> get the hell out of there. <laughs> uh, do I get a, I get my bonus? Yeah. I'm gonna give inspiration to Grog because he needs it. All right. Okay. So Grog, as you the flames die down, you look over and watch Scanlan just rush up and completely, as far as you know, disintegrate the the Durgar queen who took you and has been torturing you these past few days. Wow. Uh, <laughs> With that, he looks over you and gives you a little wink and a smile. <laughs> Go ahead and take an inspiration dice, which for him is now a d10. Oh! oh nasty boy! Upgrade, yeah. Thank you. So you can add that inspiration dice to any ability checks, any skill checks, any traffic. For instance, all busting through iron iron bars or things. <laughs> all right, uh, well, it would be Alara's turn. She's gonna go ahead and attempt to make her saving throw. Does that make it? <laughs> it's still just somewhere in some other plane. That you're unaware of. Oh, she's in a better place. <laughs> Keila, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to phase through the ground, because I can, Yeah. and pop up right there next to Grog. All right. <laughs> Grog, you all of a sudden, as you look over from Scanlan with a smiling face, this giant mountain of rocket earth just <laughs> lumbers up out of the oh, ground. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and in rock speak, I say, Grog, it's okay, it's Keelan! I still don't really grasp it. We have a It's your first time doing elemental form, you're still figuring out. So, um, seeing that he's still tied up, I'm just going to pick up the whole crate and put him over my sh- No, I'm gonna football carry him like this. Okay. Wait, is, it, is he on something? He's on a big. He's strapped to a giant car. And she's carrying the whole thing? Yeah. Awesome. Because <laughs> Earth Elemental. Awesome. And, um. So you're there now. You still have about, what's the speed of. 30. 30. So you got about, say, 10 more squares. You can, or, I'm sorry, 10 more feet you can go. I'm going to start football rushing that way. This way? Mm hmm. All right. One, two. All right, there we go. Let's get the fuck out! Boost! <laughs> 
You are now being carried by this giant lumbering earth elemental that's just bringing you under its arm. Uh, great, Vex. Do you make your saving throw? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, ooh. intelligence. Plus intelligence. Yeah. Uh, intelligence saving throw. She's be at the top. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. <laughs> Using your mind, you shrug off yes! the remainder of the ability. Uh, that does in your turn, but you're no longer stunned, which is nice. That's great. That's the end of my turn. That's the end of your turn. Do I roll it for trinket too? Yes, trinket as well. Thank you. Little trinket gets the little mini dice. <laughs> oh, I don't think he got it. No, he still rolled an eight. Yeah. So trinket's still on the ground, like slowly digging his nose into the dirt, trying to find a way to. No more damage, but currently it's just unable to function. Dreaming of pain. Okay. He's dreaming of pain. Yeah. Very, very bad news. He's dreaming of sex. Okay, that brings us to Pike. Is also going to try to make a saving throw. Uh, fails it, unfortunately. Pike is still now like dropped her shield, dropped her mace, and is just clutching the side of her head, screaming silently as the pain is just racking her brain from the inside. Um, that brings us to this Duragar, who's going to rush over to the one who just banished his queen and attempt to, as he, his physical form begins to swell with strength and frustration, the Duragar swings at you with his war pick. That is. Oh, don't hit me! I cast a little count, uh, cutting. Uh, what is it? Cutting words. Cutting words. Cutting words. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a sixteen. Go ahead and roll your. It's d10. Uh, oh, d10 oh, now. that's you d10. Up. Yeah. I don't. Even, I've never rolled a d10 before. Now you yeah. have. That's, oh, there you go. This one. is a d10. Okay. Yep. So it's a sixteen. Oh, no! <laughs> Can't take you anywhere. It was a four. It was a four. So it takes that down from sixteen to a twelve, which does miss. He misses. <laughs> so as he rushes towards oh, you. Oh, don't hit me! <laughs> he stops for a second, con confused. Like he puts the warp pick down for a second. Like, oh. wait, wait, oh. <laughs> you gnome. <laughs> does not know why he listened to you, and is equally frustrated with himself now as he is you. Um. <laughs> so good. All right, that that ends the Duragar's turn. Uh, that brings us to. Comes the elephant. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, this is gonna be uh, Kima's gonna try and make her saving throw. Kima does make it, does shrug off the effect, turns around angrily holding the great sword that you gave her, staring off at the uh, the mind uh, flayer right there. Clorota, however, is going to go ahead and turn this way. Coalesce a giant ball of electrical energy into his hand and release an arcing blast of lightning energy towards this mind flayer, who does make it saving throw. However, it's still a nice 8d6 lightning damage. Do they know each other or are they friends? Not anymore. <laughs> I think that guy dated Clarota's so, ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Points of lightning damage. As the blue energy arcs off up and you see grounds itself on the, the incline of this tunnel, you guys of heading down the uh, the mind flare visibly is like burned, charred, wounded. It looks really, really rough. Um, that ends Clarota's turn. Kima's turn back to the top of the round. The mind flare looks at a certain circumstance. <gasps> Puts his hands together like this, seems concentrated. I see it, I can counterspell. Yes! Yes! Well, then. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's, oh. a, it's a reflex. Well done. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Counterspell in this edition is wow. so good. That's great. All right. So, this would be counterspell. <laughs> Tip of hoods. Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Big money, no damage. All right, counterspell. So. All right, let's so go ahead and make a. Uh, Make an ability check using your so plus, add a d20 plus five to it. That's not. That's, that's not, no numbers. Oh, there oh, we that's go. A good number. Uh, 
What is that? Uh, 22. 22? That'll do it. So, uh, as as this entity you've seen before, they tend to like create this small localized portal into some other plane and then step through and vanish. You see it begins to coalesce the same arcane energy, and for a moment you see a spark of some sort of doorway begin to open as Tiberius steps from behind the rock, releases this torrent of, of, of sparkling arcane energy that closes the, the gate entirely, and the Mind Flare for a second looks confused before it across the way to wherever it came from and sees nothing. Oh, so sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh you're still invisible. So sad. So sad. And uh, is going to turn tail and run. Just running? With his feet? Can I shoot him? Oh, he ran? With his feet? Yeah, he can you float can... away. He's floating. <laughs> well, yeah, essentially just all levitating away. Does he have a goofy run? Oh. Uh, it's more, it's more, it's a gliding. It's a about you know, five or six inches off the ground. Shoot uh, First, you're up. Shoot um, him, Percy. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take a, a step towards, is that, who's, 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 uh, Buggering Scanlan over there. Who's Durgar? It's a Durgar. I'm just gonna take a one. Uh, I'm gonna take a shot at him really quickly. Don't hit me. Okay. Not gonna hit. Kind of hard to see him right now. There's a big tent in the way. If you oh, want to shit. take a step forward, um, I'll take a step forward. I'm gonna okay. continue moving. This is gonna be a, a running shot. Don't, okay. Don't so run as you turn, pull your gun off to the side and kind of offhand fire. 18. 18 does hit. <laughs> noise. <laughs> I don't like noise. Noise. That's uh. Don't go anywhere. Um, that's uh, nine damage. Nine damage, all right. And I'm gonna shoot again. All right. Uh, 18. 18, that also hits. Bad news. Uh, eight damage. Bad news has not come out yet. This is just my little pepper. All right, so as you turn the corner, you fire once, take another step forward, go click over the next barrel, fire a second time. The Duragar, which was attacking you, you see part of him still burnt from the fireball that was tossed the first round. He's frustrated and angry that you caused him to somehow lower his guard and attack you last Rearing up for another two-handed strike down onto this tiny gnome character in front of him. The first blow hits the war pick, knocking him out of his hands. He looks over confused at you as the second blast hits him right in the side of the face, completely destroying this side of his, his oh head entirely. Gosh. This wet yes. gurgle as the Duragar slumps into the ground, almost on top of you, but you step out of the way as his body just poof, hits the ground. Nice. Right there. Where does he uh, get such wonderful toys? Um, like Tiberius? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, uh, you want to chase it? No, I don't. Uh, I'm going to uh, slink my way back to all the way to the other, behind the other rock. Over uh, here? Towards everybody, closer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that, there you go, boom. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Um, yeah, screw it. I'll I'm do another uh, fireball at the uh, illithid going away. Like, where do you think you're going? <laughs> okay. So, as you fire this beam over here, it detonates in the distance, safely far enough away from the party. Go ahead and roll damage for that fireball. As <laughs> the mind flare that's drifting away kind of glances over its shoulder, you see its kind of greenish glowing eyes go wide for a second, cartoon style. Oh shit! Can you go fireball? <laughs> as you do. With its advantage against the spell, uh, it's a dexterity save, correct? Yeah, so that's. Uh, I'll just make it. <laughs> uh, uh, 19. 19, alright, 19 damage? Yep. Okay, as the Mind Flayer is like, drifting away, you guys see this, this arc of red, kind of beaming energy off the distance. You see rocks cascade off the top of the wall, hitting the ground with a, with a force as the entire tunnel shakes and rocks. Um, as the smoke and the flames dissipate, all you see is this pile of 
blackened creature on the ground from where the Mind Flayer once stood. Oh, peace out! <laughs> Mind Gobbler. Is that everybody? Hey, fellows, gather around. She might come back at any moment, and we should be here to surround her when okay, she comes yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's someone get Grog. Grog out of that thing. Yeah, oh, crap, get... I forgot about that one. <laughs> so, uh... How do we get Grog out? Grog, well, well, while these... they're all doing this, what do you want to do? Well, am I still chained up to the car? Yeah, you're still like, you're, these iron bands are across your entire Being body. carried by oh. Uh, um, excuse me, giant rock thing. No. Could you perhaps get me out of this shit? <clears throat> I start hiking back towards, uh, <laughs> Grog. Is, is Pike and Trinket still, are they still stunned or are they better? Player's dead. They've shrugged it off by now. Okay. Then I run over and try to see what I can do. Laura still can't make her shaping throw for the life of her, <laughs> even with resistance. Um, right. Can I go like try to mess with the things on? Well, yeah. As you guys kind of approach, me making your way up to the front here. Hey, I'm just going for it. Grab these girls. Help me. <laughs> um, and I'll move on the other side of that rock so I'm I can gonna reload. see better and have one sight over here. Yes. No, no. On the uh, that side. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. As the rest of you all slowly trudge up and kind of gather around this this vicinity. Grog, are you hurt? Uh, I can't tell yet. I'm just keeping my head. <laughs> <laughs> there? All right. Yeah. All right, still so, in this wonderful therapeutic chair. <clears throat> so you go ahead and you try and pull the bars off? Is that what you're doing? What are you doing? Are they bars? Or no, I'm, I'm like running up. I'm going to pull out my lockpicks. Lockpicks. Lock lock no, I oh. heard him. Okay, okay, I'm going to check it Maybe out. Maybe bust the wood on the bottom. Yeah, let's say, can I, um... Oh, he is, can pick is, a lock. That's what I do. Oh, is there a lock on the bars? Yeah. Yeah, there's like there's, there's oh. an intricate lock. Try that first before I like suplex Grog. All right, so oh, so the, fun, the Earthlemental Lumber's Forge <laughs> presents the cart to the ground in front of you. One of the wheels kind of. Thank you. Cracks a little uh, bit in the process. A little space. Give me a little space. Let me look at this. I'm going to detect uh, traps on his bands. Okay. Uh, Good one. Uh, that <laughs> is. Um, she could come back at any second. Hurry up! Uh, 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 I keep my arrow. It's a seventeen. She does come back. I'm switching out, guys. Seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they appear to be just general. And are locks. there lock and trap? Is there, there is a lock on him. Yeah. So go ahead right. and make your. Uh, He's like almost dead. Can you heal? Okay. Do you need 19? potions? Do you need anything? Nineteen. Pink. The band that's partway across the waist just kind of opens freely on the hinge on the one side. Was there just one? Yeah, just that was the one he did. <laughs> Oh my god. So go, go ahead and make an athletics check. I mean, there's multiple bands around you. There's oh, one yeah. across, your, across your, your shoulders, your torso, your legs, your right, ankles. I'll move down to the next one. Does they they strap them down. Ooh, a 25. And a 25 on my lockpick. Okay, you get a second band. You roll a 25. <laughs> and uh, Marisha, do you want to go ahead and make an athletics check as well? Or should we just make a straight check for you? For what? For, for the for your form, your elemental form, to try and pull the bands off of Grog. Okay. Let's I'm, else. I'm going to recommend to Pike that she do um, a bit of healing. Pike, can you heal Trinket? He's, he's really <laughs> no. almost dead. Is, is Pike okay? Yeah. Pike comes over and she's going to spend a third level healing spell. She's quiet. I, um, I failed. You failed what? Life. Oh, wow. Yeah, you did. Strength check. Okay. Uh, Trinket heals 21. <laughs> You're like weak. Vax is moving to the next band. That's a 24. I've got a 25, does that not help? Yeah, between the two of you, over the next few seconds or so, you pick the next one, and with that remaining push on you, you just <laughs> force the rest of the bands off. Doggy, <laughs> make your way up to your feet. Um, 
There we go. Oh, At this point in time, there's a slight ripple in the space right before this uh, this fire pit, and in that same place, Ulara, Queen Ulara, <laughs> reappears again. Hold her! I'm waiting for it. Take her alive. Can I grab Wait, her? Can we do something? Can we, we? Can we react to this? Yeah, she's just reacting. Oh, I see, and I cast hold person. Okay. <clears throat> All right. As you finish the spell, you can see the. Uh, this kind of glow of yellowish holding energy, almost like these mystical shackles begin to uh, tighten around her and then fade unaffected. Well, I, I can also cast old person. Okay, as you yeah. release your arrows, go ahead and roll for, roll for your attack. All right. Uh, 29. 29? Okay, that does hit. Uh, you can see now the second set of shackles spins around her. She brings her hand up like this, and they just scatter around her, resisting the second whole person. Can I just now all our good saving throws are coming through. Can grab her as an earth elemental, just like uh, <laughs> if you want to. Yeah. So damage on the attack. I hunter's marker as well. Oh, there you go. See that chat room? <laughs> <laughs> That's, what is that? 13. 12. 12 plus that 16 total. 16 damage, all right. I'm going to take a headshot with, with bad news. Wait. Oh, are you, are you doing something? We need to Let's talk to him. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I bear hug her. All right, so go ahead and make a uh, make an athletics check. I'll sit. Um. I don't have that. I know, but to, so it's just a strength check then. Roll the 20, exactly. add the strength modifier as a. Ooh, Ooh yay. that's yeah. better. Um, 23. 23. You bound, you bound up behind her as she looks over her shoulder, like the arrow piercing her shoulder. She's looking a little rough. You see the blood beginning to kind of pull underneath her robe there. Uh, sh her eyes go wide. It would be in your best interest to not struggle. At which point, the giant arms go <laughs> behind her and the earth elemental lifts her off of her feet and she. You can see her now, her feet dangling angrily. In the air, a couple seconds pass before she. <sighs> All right. So, let's make a deal, shall we? <laughs> You're in no no place to negotiate. Yes, we have everything that we've we've come here for. What can you possibly offer us that we don't already have? Valid point. What purpose do I serve here? You should let me go. Let well. you go? <laughs> I tried to talk to you and you almost tried to get us killed. Vox Machina, our purposes are here are done, but Lady Kima, she has further to go, and I am curious, uh, your highness, if you know anything about uh, this Kavan chap or gal or thing. Uh, we've heard his, his or her name. They seem to be famous in these parts. I was wondering if you know anything about Kavan. <laughs> uh, are you rolling persuasion for this? Yes, I am. <laughs> so well. That's a two. So bad. <laughs> she goes, I know many things. She kind of leans forward a little bit and then just spits right in your oh. face. I kind oh, of, wonderful. Um, Clarota, do you want to suck her mind? <laughs> I, I, I tighten my grip on her just a bit. Sally, would you come up and talk to this? I'm already here. Clarota, nice which steps forward <laughs> and just kind of brings his hand up. Oh, that's true. We don't need her. We just need her brain, right? Right. Uh, yeah. As Clodo steps forward, putting his hand out, this voice kind of echoes through all of your minds communally. No. Tell us what you know. 
And you see his eyes flicker with this strange blue energy. Yeah, Professor X. Mm-hmm. And it's gotta eat. <laughs> and you see uh, Alar's eyes glaze over and fill with the same blue arcane energy that Clorota was briefly uh, having drift out of his eyes. Uh, Ulara stops struggling, and the mouth goes into this weird grin for a second and just calmly says, Liberation. Liberation is what it brings us. Liberation from physical limitation. Liberation from the pain of the light. And she looks up as she says that. We all shall rise. Kavarn, the guiding darkness. The sun shall hold no sway, and we shall walk the surface once again. What is all this poppycock? What is Kavan? Kavan came to us, showed us how through unification we could be better. I didn't than we ask ever what were. he did, I asked what he is. Kavan. At which point there's a shudder in her body, and the eyes go from the strange blue color to this strange swimming black that covers the entirety of each eye. At which point she kind of shakes for a second. Her shoulders shift and you can clutch her in your arms. As you do, you see the blackness now has that same kind of green glow that the rest of them had, but it's kind of framing the the pools of of shadow that her eyes have become. Her jaw falls slack for a second and this voice comes through There. (laughs) There we are. I can see you all so clearly. Not me! (laughs) You'd be surprised, Dragonborn. Oh, you're pretty good. (laughs) Word has reached my ears. But to see you, to look upon you, is everything. Come, you are close, yes. Come to me as my guests. I invite you. The temple doors are open. Will I'd there like be, to will, see you it, it, in person. It, can you be more specific? Like, do we go left or right down <laughs> so specific? You're already on the right path. Come to me. You are my treasured guests. <laughs> Which point, the blackness in the eyes begins to intensify and begin to spill like black tears from the face. Oh Her body shudders yeah, before the back kind of convulses and then falls limp, a little bit of smoke rising from the mouth. I check her pulse. She is definitely giving up the ghost. Try to heal her. Um, does she have anything awesome on that we can take? <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. You're looting her already? Waiting, I, I was waiting for someone else to say it. What a mercenary. She's <laughs> yeah, dead, can we take her out? All right. Uh, oh, man. All right, so as you guys glance around, you find, uh, other than the usual assortment of objects you find, uh, the armored Duragar, the Ember Hold make. Back um, uh, down, it's going to go pick at the charred remains of the uh, Illithid. I'm going into the tent to look. I want to okay. check out the queen. Okay. Uh, you go and check out the charred remains. Uh, they are charred, they are remains. Mm. Uh, there is a, f- a what, what, looks, what looks to be about 86 gold in the body, but most anything of use has been charred or destroyed. Mm. 
Uh, there's the remnants of a breastplate that is burnt over that most of the uh, Mind Flayers use as a basic form of protection. Mm-hmm. Um, as you inspect her body, as the, the Earth Elemental drops her with a thud to the ground. I rolled an 18 for Arcana, I wanted to check. Okay. Uh, you do notice there is a silver circlet across her forehead that does uh, give off a sort of uh, magical aura. Ooh, shiny. Um, she carries on her one viscous kind of reddish potion that is familiar to you in the kind of healing accoutrement of various potions you've had in the past. Uh, it is a potion of greater healing. Yeah, we haven't used the yellow potion yet. Nobody ever drank that? No. There is another potion that has almost a blue frosty color to it, and as you take the vial from where it sits in the rest, the actual glass that contains the liquid has a frost, like a layer of frost crystals around it. Uh, I'm going to remember this. You're the one who suggests drinking random yellow liquids, and I'm going to bring you a vial of yellow liquids. Make a make saying. Make an investigation check. Me, yes. Can I also check as well as the? We already checked the queen. You already checked the queen. Yes. Can we check? Almost done checking the queen. The elf and the dwarf. And can I ask Pike to heal me because I look like a game of tic tac toe? Okay. I know we should check on Grom. Oh no! Don't think of me, please. I've only been fucking missing for two weeks. You're standing up. I'm so happy you're back. Look at the body, buddy. Look at the body. Thirteen. Okay. Can't seem to find anything out of the remains of the mind flare, unfortunately. I dropped my earth elemental form. Okay. The earth around your form seems to just crumble like like a layer of rock. Hits the ground and kind of dissolves into the stone beneath. See, I told you, it was Keelan. Were you watching? Were you watching, Grog? Grog, you were watching. I totally was. It was amazing what you did. I'm proud of you. Could you do it again? I. After we take a short rest. I think this counts. This probably does count as a short rest. It looks like there is some traveling blankets, some furs. You do also find a small. Case that contains a bunch of empty vials. There is one filled vial, a very large vial. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, superior healing. All right. Great. And you find. Oh, sad. Can you please heal me? What the hell? Everyone's in little pieces of paper. I placed a circlet on my head. What is it? What is it? Probably a cursed item. You can't have it with an iron stone either, by the way. It's one or the other. I thought that it was a. It's a head slot. Like you have to. They both and can't share the same I space. I assume I could have up to three in that head slot. Correct. Okay. Maybe give it to Scanlan. Scanlan, do you have anything in your head slot? <laughs> just, just my cunning wit. <laughs> I don't even know what a head this. slot is. It's um, for a hat. Then I show you. For, those, for the time being, I take off the ionosaur and I dissipate it. Okay. And Put on. Okay. Well, can you share? This essentially allows me to. Uh, no. Uh, anyone who wears it. Anywhere, or, or anyone who wears it uh, can uh, maintain um, a concent- two concentration spells for two rounds. Oh, oh that's that. great for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what was the other thing that you just took off? Could you do that, uh, Jim? Well, I feel a lot better after you do it. <laughs> Pike comes up and says, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry." Sure, Grog goes over and share and, some of uh, these. Places her hands upon you. As she's about to, Kima kind of pushes her aside. Yes. I've got this. Now you're Walks up, and you can see I take it off. this divine glowing energy uh, fills her hands. She reaches out and touches you, and this uh-huh. warmth fills it. <laughs> this warmth fills your torso uh, using her laid hands ability. Um, Lady Kima Avord heals you for uh, heals everything. thirty points of damage. Twenty for the day. Oh, you're good. Did I find anything on the other people? Thank you, Kima. 
You you look through the bodies. There <sighs> looks like most of their adornments, other than the natural armor and weapons that they have, nothing of particular mm. interest. Make an investigation check. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hello, fans of Dungeons and & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. Wait, I get to go twice because it's under death. That was great. <coughs> I took one of my 16. head dice too, and now I'm almost perfect. <laughs> 16? Yeah, you're not able to really pull anything from their bodies, unfortunately. Uh, however, after Kima finishes healing you, Kima walks over to the dwarf corpse as you're inspecting it and kind of gives it a, a look over and shakes her head. What do you see, Kima? Uh, this this is one of my companions. <gasps> oh, no! Well, judging by the scars across his body, uh, he had already made a thrall of one of the most likely the one that finished out there. He was already a thrall. Wasn't much to really bring him back at this point, I fear. Is that what they would have done to Grog? And then as you guys all look at Grog now, you can see him. He has hundreds upon hundreds of small uh, scars across his body, fresh wounds that have kind of just barely sealed. Um, it looks like they've done a number on him with a bunch of small blades, hooks, razors. It's hard to tell, but he is just coated with small cuts. It's been interesting. You look really manly now. Now. <laughs> Have we done some healing? Has, has healing been done? You got some short rest if you want to heal yourself. Yes, yes. This yes. is the time. 
sleep it on the For couch. an intermission. Oh, it is? Yeah. Is it? What time is it? It's 8.20, I mean, it's 8.24. Did she abuse my naughty bits? <laughs> Sorry. Well, I just begun. Um, no, it feels so. just begun. <laughs> <laughs> right into battle. I right. wanted to talk to my team. Okay. We can either talk now or we can talk after breakfast. Let's talk about it. Vax is walking off into the distance to urinate on a on a stalagmite or a stalactite, whatever is the one on the ground. Okay. Well, we'll wait for Vax to get back. Well, we'll bring him up to speed. Just talk loudly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't. Where's Kima? She's like right, She's right here. here. Kima's with you. Kima's still looking over the body of the dwarf that's fallen. Oh, that's a relief. Oh. How do you not want to? Oh, I can definitely. Kima, Kima, you're Bob's Kima. How, no, that's awkward. You made a distractor? It's, it's yeah, like the longest pee ever. Yeah, yeah. I'll distract her. I'll distract Kima. I can, I might be better than that. Whoa. Okay. Kima, Kima, can you, uh, can you, you be nice. Can you take a walk with me? I would like to persuade you to take a walk. Don't take this money. It's okay. Go ahead and make persuasion. You should go through and walk off and tell us. 24. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kima gives you a concerned look and goes. I, it's just, there's this thing on my body. I thought maybe you could take a look at it and you could tell me if it's good or bad. Oh dear. No, no, no. Yeah. Please, please. Do not drop the mark. And uh, <laughs> the two of you begin to, to walk away for a moment, away from the party, briefly, while the left, rest of you are left behind, too. Scanlan, do you have an, 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 an I, hearing? I have an hearing. Okay, yes. so Scanlan can hear. I use. Uh, my minor illusion to create like a like a purple third nipple on me that I sort of show her and ask her ask her if it's okay or if it's just kind of okay. <laughs> Things are getting a little weird. Is this normal? None of this is normal. <laughs> no. I mean, it's just I trust you. I feel like I know you. You know, we had that thing back there, and then. Keyleth was yelling at you? What was that all about? We're all under a lot of duress. We're under a lot of duress. The more and more things, people have emotions and I understand that. It's all right. And she kind of, she pulls the leather gloves off that are part of the little leather armor set and kind of begins to inspect you. In the meantime, you guys continue your discussion. I think we should get out of here. What? Why? Look, we've got Grog. We've got, we've got Kima. We came here to find Kima. That was our mission. I don't, I don't trust her. We found her, but we can't leave without her. So I'm walking back from my pee, and I've overheard this. We were sent here to bring back Kima. And shake, now shake, you shake. abandon her? She's not no. going to come with us until we've killed this Kavar. That's true. What's your problem with Kima? Yeah. Well, look, she's been. A, she just gave me the wrong vibe up front. Okay, vibe. Okay. What did she's, she do? She's, She's been very rude. She's, she's, been, she's been very been... tortured. She tortured Keyleth. True. Right. But look, look what happened. She's brought countless, countless people down here, only to meet their end. Well, none of those people are us. Right. But they not their yet. end because they got captured. We're stronger. Do you know something we don't, Keyleth? Look, all I know is that only a fool believes that his path is the most virtuous. Um, See? And he's got an intelligence I want to use my... I, I wish <laughs> I'd check on Keela. Okay. Intelligence I want to see her intentions. Woo! Inside the group check! Uh, <laughs> it's 
to play. I love it! 14. A 14. All right. Um, <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> the whisper! The voice the whisper! Oh, Wait, oh, get, back, get on camera, get on camera. Over here, over here, over here. Yeah. Whisper camera. He used to do this all the time. Yeah. When shit goes down and all of us can't know, he whispers. And he sticks his tongue in your ear a little bit. <laughs> it's real nice. Don't, don't, don't I can't cheat, I can't cheat, but I really want to listen. What was your nah, shit nah, about? Nah, 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 nah. Now I'm madly. Hey, everyone, buy, buy a t-shirt. That was messed yeah. up. <laughs> Subscribe to Geek and Sundry. Um, <laughs> Support but, Felicia Day. Uh, as you finish your statement as well, Keyleth Clorota steps up and says, I wholeheartedly agree. She is unstable. Cannot be trusted in her state. Look. Oh. Hold on a second. Good. That's unfair. That's unfair. Why? It has been a long road. Keyleth, I know you've had a hard time. We all have. I know we're miles below the surface of the world. We're together. We are family. And everyone here is here for you as you have been for us. Now I say we camp for the night inside this schmuck's tent. We stay here, we rest up, sleep on it, and see how we're all feeling in the morning. We're here for you, Keelan. We will protect you as you have protected us. You've got a family with us. How do we know we're doing the right thing? Still invisible, I go. We've killed a lot of people, you guys. We killed a lot of people. Who in this world is without fault? Who hasn't made mistakes? We certainly all have. We're keeping him, Kavan, from killing even more. How do we know we're not just interfering with issues that aren't our own? We didn't know of any of this until we came down here. And look, she wants to take the horn. She wants the horn, and she wants to take it back herself. The bottom line is, all of this insanity is going to bubble up to the surface if someone doesn't been. stop it. All those creatures that have been coming up, Keenan. Remember, think back. It has already begun, and no one is here to stop it except for Vox Machina. Us. We promise we will heed your warning, but we can't run. We will heed it, though. We got your back, mm. We made a deal. And we made a deal. We did make a deal. I understand you, Clorota, and I'm on your side, I swear. But a lot of people, there have been a lot of murderers who said, did the things that they did because their gods told them to do it. Right? We'll be cautious and we'll have you to protect us. I go, I, I dissipate invisible, and I approach Keyleth. Your Highness, by the honor of all Stormwinds, I will let nothing happen to you. I swear it. I will fight for my death. And I have ways, of course, <laughs> to get us all out of here whenever I damn well please. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Do not worry. This horn can't make it back up to the surface. You guys have to promise me that. We'll keep the, the horn from leaving. She wants to take it back. Why? 
If it's that bad, why does she want it? That may be so. But the evil that is brewing beneath the surface of the world will stretch up to everything we know. And I know that you have made mistakes. I have certainly made mistakes. Bad is to live. There is more at stake right now, and we are the front line. We're the only ones that can stop it. Mistakes are all right. God and darkness will blot out the light. I just hope we're not the darkness. No, do you need light? <laughs> oh, sir. Is it? I'm sorry. Thanks, Tiberius. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what this is. I'm sorry. There's one more thing I need you to look at. <laughs> It's it's just it's just I cast polymorph on myself, giving myself a gigantic dick, <laughs> and I slowly pull down my pants. Ema immediately turns around and says, "Okay," um, <laughs> and walks back to the group. What, hey, what did I say? What, what did I say? You can't keep it in for two seconds. I just, it's my way. I mean, not that I blame you. My God. I think we're all a little frayed. Don't want anyone. I think we need to rest. Let's set up camp. Yeah, Kima steps in at this point and says, I agree. We have quite a journey ahead of us. And at which point Clorota pipes up and says, Indeed. Not too far from Yagvoril. Let us rest. Kima. I just wanted to apologize. I came across too harsh the other night. She puts her hand up and kind of, in, in a, a, a matronly way. Um, it, it's honestly not a worry. War is stressful, and all of us have been through a lot through this experience. I understand. I've been where you've been, and it's not uncommon to question everything around you. And with good reason. That's what keeps you alive. Were you to believe every person that crossed your path, you would not have made it to past your 15th season. I can assure you, as best as I can, that I mean the best for all of us. I just know that if we don't do what we're here to do, far more people will suffer than the few I've brought down here to protect me and for me to protect. I'm not asking for your trust, I'm just asking for your patience. I can grant you that. Only if you promise to grant us respect in return. As I feel you were a little untrusting of what we were doing up front, which I once again understand, but. You caught me at a rough time. <laughs> so, well, same here. Well, thank you. <clears throat> I'm and sorry. Scanlan, what is that? Oh, this bulge down here. That's oh. bedtime is what that is. All right, everyone, let's go ahead and find ourselves a rest. Bravo. Bravo. All right, so as everyone goes to camp up for the evening, we'll go ahead and take a break. Hello, I'm Matthew Mercer, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Now we return to the action. Oh, let us begin. So after an evening's rest, <sighs> taking your uh, respective turns, keeping watch, all of you come to consciousness once more. Uh, Karota anxiously sits at the edge of the camping facility, looking deeper into the tunnel ahead, just keeping his eyes peeled into the darkness. 
I, I check under below my belt because the spell has worn off, and I'm back down to my normal one and a half inches. <laughs> Which on a gnome is pretty big. It's pretty big. It's, it's pretty big. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thank you. Length and girth. Oh God! What? It's okay. like a square. Yeah, you're like, yes. it's like a cube. You're like a crushed coat. Anyway. Oh, all right, all right. Anyway, as you guys oh, all boy. eventually come to consciousness and, oh, and uh, finish cooking whatever whatever bits of food you've managed to muster at this point in time in the underdark, um, it's donuts. Yeah, it is donuts. <laughs> Under donuts. Uh-huh. Um, Under Indian. By the way, all those who contributed to getting us food tonight, thank you so much. Thank you. Yay, Indian. Thank you. Um, so good. So good. Yes. Corota seems. Uh, Slightly impatient at the edges, everyone's waking up and goes, Come ahead, we shall find it, Yorkvoreal. That's your, that's your city? Beautiful city of secrets. I thought your people had um, thrown you out. Why so eager to get back? Without the colony, I serve no purpose. I am wandering aimless. I wish to return to the Elder Brain. And to be fair, he was only thrown out once Kavan took over the Elder Brain. Correct. They threw me out long for... for my gift. And we see a little spark of arcane blue kind of filter out of his fingers into the air and then... Small spark. It is an abomination to my people. I am considered anathema, but to save them, to save my city, then, then they shall have me back, hero. And if they don't? They will. I can sense it. Well, yes, it makes right. perfect sense, Kalota. I would think they would grant you a hero who's welcome as well. If not, you have a home with us. Thank you. Forward. We will find shrouded in the forest of fungus our destination. Come. And he begins to drift down into the dark tunnel further below. Follow. Yeah, we follow. <clears throat> I, f- I follow behind him, and, and as we call it, I'm like, oh, are you using like levitation or what? How are you? Is this just like how are you? It's how we get around, Dragon Ball. Yeah. His tentacles kind of flicker at his face for a second. As you guys continue forward in silence, Kavarn seems to be more chatty than usual, almost like. The the proximity. He's, this is excitement to him instinctually. Did you mean Clarota? Hmm? I meant Clarota. Oh, like, oh, he he slipped up the tongue before and he screwed us over with a sneaky sneaky. Right. I know. It's been a long week. He's here. Um, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. Clarota drifts. <laughs> um, our people. We are a structured society. Together we provide for each other. Broken into creeds, we function rather pleasantly. And he drifts forward again at full pace. 
want Clarota. Clarota seems pretty excited to get home. I'm worried for him. Worried for him? Yes. Or for his effect on the group? I'm worried that they won't take him back and what that will do to his state. Well, the bottom line is we have a pretty clear goal at hand. Everything else will have to be figured out afterward. Yes. I still follow Claire and I'm like, so is it like, you know, do you do it with your mind or is it just like you were taught as a child to like, you know, levity? It's, 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 it's inherent, much like your gifts. Mm. It's just how we get around. Kavan, the, the God in Darkness. I want to rack my brain to think if I've ever had any lessons or if that name has ever come up in any of my reading. All right. Uh, be a history, history check. check. Super, super history check. Come on, super. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Uh, that's uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> mediocre. The name is as fresh to you as it was the day you heard it. Oh, oh. I walk over to Lady Kima and I say, "How's that great sword been treating you?" She, she walks and she's kind of using almost like a like a like a stick in the dirt as she takes a step. You know, it's served its purpose so far. I just, uh, I wish, I wish that vault wasn't lost. Right. Le- leather isn't my idea of a defensive. Would you fancy a trade, Kima? I have elven chainmail, if that would help you. Perhaps. I could take that leather armor off your hands. But you'll be. Vulnerable, won't you? No, actually, the chainmail isn't right for me. Certainly. <laughs> she, she looks to you specifically. <laughs> Stick figure. <laughs> Stick figure. <laughs> Got it. Got it. We're good. Perhaps we'll find out. A more modest place uh-huh. to swap, but yes, I agree. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> but in your mind, uh, I, can, I can I can make you a, a modest spot. Grog, are you skinning a boar over there? Yeah, what that's what they call it in some countries. <laughs> summon you, summon the staples, Grog. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, as you continue to press forward. Uh, deeper into this tunnel network, the air begins to grow steadily colder and colder. The temperature itself, you begin to see your breath a little bit in the air. Am I mistaken? Is there like you're really damaged still? Like you have no, a, I'm, I'm slept. Yeah, you guys also yeah, like, the scars are. are I mean, the, 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 scars the visual are scars cool. are still there, but he's in full. Yeah, don't so you fix it? As I noticed, like, it, anybody with a, a, a knowledge in medicine should try to do a whack at uh, some of those. Some <laughs> some <laughs> some <laughs> some <laughs> oh, you know what though? Oh, uh, before we go any further, I remind Pike that. Oh, it's cosmetic. Uh, Vax's oh. foot damage needs daily repair. Oh doesn't yes, it? it's true. Oh, yes, yes, of course. And she comes over, and you guys take a slight break as as Pike comes and sets you down. It's not pretty to look at. She's seen. Oh, I've right. seen that. Wait, what happened to your foot? It got, got melted off. Oh, oh my on, not god! Again. <laughs> <laughs> that looks awful. Just, really awful. 
normal. It's fine, except the pinky He's toe. He's got a little pinky nubbin. Pinky toe is a nubbin now. Yes. You know, we could just take care of the whole thing right now. Right, right, right. That's right. the right. right. purpose. Not Rash. Necessary. All right. I'm thirsty to make me a replacement first. Mm. Uh, so make a little metal toe. That's what I say. A little metal toe. Hi, could you hook a brother up? <laughs> Certainly. She kind of sets the foot down, and she begins to gather up her, uh, her kind of fourth level spell. Should have done it before we went to uh, sleep. I but she's not here. <laughs> uh, sorry, Ashley. She did that. Okay, so that would be the equivalent of about thirty-two hit points. Okay. Um, she's also going to attempt a medicine roll. Yes. As well. Okay. Um, you notice there is some progress that is slow, but some of the the burn scarring from the the dip in the magma. Um, is beginning to slowly subside. Fresh skin is beginning to, to show. It still smells but it's, amazing. It's still pretty rough. So if you could just... It does smell amazing, actually. Get that off. Check that. Yes. It's like a weasel on your leg. Karata, are we planning on going to your Stiff. village before we go see Kavan, or are we going after Kavan first? I'm confused. Kavan resides within oh. the city. Oh, is the he a temple. mind player then? I believe the I mean, is he, an, uh, is he like you? Not seen him myself. I was cast out before he took his time. He took my people under his just, spell. Just, just to be clear, the, the temple of what? You kind of lives for it for a second. The temple, we don't know its original purpose. City we acquire. <coughs> we found, we took a root. Yorkville existed long before our colony did. Okay. <coughs> That's good to know. That's very good to know. Thank you. Very well. It continues floating forward. <coughs> the air, still chilly, with steadily more and more moisture. Uh, the rock walls become less and less jagged. Growing smoother from endless years of condensation, mineral drip, and slow erosion, you begin to get that smooth inner cave look to the outsides of this tunnel. Um, uh, as we walk, uh, Vax falls in next to Keila. Mm-hmm. What, uh, Keila? Sorry. Yes. We're what? walking. Are, are you all right? I'm doing okay. You are. Yeah. Why? Everything we said last night was true. Where have you? <laughs> we're, we're having a discussion of how best to go about this. While that happens, can I use my primeval awareness to um, sense if I see and sense any dragons in the in the city coming up in front of us? Certainly. I just want to know if there's a dragon. So as you're as you're walking, you see the group. The group kind of slows with you as you have to really maintain concentration on this. You close your eyes and you consider. Um, you sense no sources of dragon. Within the radial of your ability to sense in this cavern structure, mm. are our feet leaving footprints? Uh, subtle ones. Son of a bitch! Just a traceless something. Good. Missed our little flower girl. I know. What you thought? Very. I, I want. I also want to just just put something out on the headsets really quickly. When we get into the city. I need everyone to promise that we're not going to enter the temple. No one rush in, no one be brash. No one 
make a poor decision. We're going to wait. No matter what happens, don't enter the temple don't until we've all had a moment to figure out what's happening. Go and be a right. Yahoo. Agreed. I think it's a trap. That, if there's going to be a trap, it's going to be getting us uh, into the temple. He wants us. He wants us. He li- literally invited us into the temple. So don't go to the temple. We walk Shen. into the temple, we don't Inside. enter the so temple. So enter the temple. Go to Understood. the temple. Understood. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as at this point, you begin to notice in the, the tunnel itself, the, the cavern is kind of swaying back and forth a little bit with this, as opposed to a straight path and tunnel, it's beginning to arc left and right. There's little pockets and crevices beginning to show at certain points. Um, You start seeing small bits of bluish crystal jutting in small pockets out of cracks in the rock. There was like mushrooms, like a mushroom forest, like a fungus? uh, Clarote yesterday mentioned like a fungal forest. But we haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Fungus. But we're starting to go into Coral. the crystal caverns. We're starting to find bluish crystals, which Pike makes an ocean. Uh, yes, I, I saw this in my vision, too. Right. Oh, Can I, I touch some of the crystals and see, I mean, yeah. are they removable? Uh, you reach out and touch the crystal, as you do. Go ahead and, no, okay. You reach out and touch the crystal, and it's it's cold to the touch, as is most of the stone wall. And you can see there's like condensation on it that kind of gets in your fingers a bit. It's smooth, except for the jagged points where the natural formation kind of juts out. Um, you tug on the crystal a little bit, kind of find if there's any place there that's movable, and it's pretty solid in that rock wall. Does the does it appear to be producing cold? Does it like a cold? No, the temperature doesn't seem different at all to the air. There doesn't seem to be a source at all. It's just of the same temperature of the rest of the tunnel. Can I do a nature check to figure out what kind of crystal this might be? Yeah, sure. Are you happy, Scrooge McDuck? Yes. Tiberius, these look like the crystals on your staff. <coughs> oh, yes, they're pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I take out uh, one of my daggers. I, yes, I have. I do have daggers. Oh, and I, I'm gonna chip away oh, some, and oh, just sorry. take a couple of chunks. Actually, let's let's grab a few chunks. I may have an idea for later. Thirteen for my nature well, check. I put okay. a few away. Not that great. All right. It's all right. Throw, throw a few into the bag of holding. Grog, okay. your axe. I will say, uh, go ahead and make an arcana check as well. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. It's hard pressed to find out where these crystals came from, what their source is, or what they're actually like. If they actually are here, or if they're put there through some other means. Um, but the crystals do have a very, 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 very faint magical residual energy to them, like useless almost. It's the equivalent of finding crumbs at the bottom of a cereal box. Like it's, it's there. You can see at one point there was something magical about their presence or their creation, but it is long, long, long faded. Cool. Hmm. You still want more of them? <coughs> I'll, I'll take. I'll take like. A I few. go Hong Kong Fui on the wall of crystals with my axe, and I'll just. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. When the when the noise dies down, uh, you gather shards and pieces, probably enough to fill a small bucket. Um, I have a small. Um... You can indeed fill your small bucket should you have one. That is, that, that is your that is your prerogative. Bro. I don't, but I have a fancy robe and I put it in there and I bundle it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah so I think it could be a crystal fancy bundle of crystals. Yep. We also right. have a fancy bag of holding. It's in the bag. So it's yeah, all in the bag. About a half an hour further down this tunnel, both Vax and Vex simultaneously notice a part of the wall to the left that is actually visibly cracked. In what appears to be almost like a narrow passage that juts off to the left. However, there is a large boulder 
shawl of stone that is wedged into this, apparently blocking the passage. Side quest? Well, girl, we need you over here. Can you possibly move this very large, very heavy boulder for us? Scanlon, you as well. Of course. I need your help. Hi. <laughs> I would like to move the boulder. All right. <laughs> Can I uh, perception around it before we do it? Certainly, go ahead and roll perception. It's in the pathway. Mm, it's it's uh, like a side path that's been blocked. Oh, did you see it? It was there. It was it was a twenty, and then it went here because it was on the side. But that's okay. Oh, I don't roll again. It was twenty, is what it ended up as. Twenty. Okay. Both you guys take a look. It uh, there's nothing immediately dangerous at all. It just looks like this rock was not. Naturally formed here, of course, it looks like it was wedged in, like it was actually placed there intentionally. 26, other strength check. Other strength check. Mm-hmm. So, as you guys are explaining, this seems to be a fairly, you know, I'm gonna finish your sentence before Goggers goes, <laughs> grabs the boulder, gets underneath, and lifting with the knees. Um, Good for Kind of Atlas style, put the weight on the back, and. I'm singing to help him, to inspire him. Oh, push it. Push it real good. <laughs> push it. Push it real good. Push it. Push it real good. With a resounding a scraping sound and a large crack, uh, some of the rocks that it's wedged in break off and kind of tumble to the sides, and you get the boulder free, and you're now clutching it on top of you, and it's very, very heavy. Oh, I use my mage hand and I push it too. You lose your balance on the boulder as it's now shoved off of its axis. It falls behind you, slamming into the wall, blocking half the passage. You can, I mean, the passage you guys were going down immediately. You can still pass it, you just have to walk around it. And uh, you may have tweaked something in your back a little in the process. Oh, bro. How's your back? I roll over on my stomach and ask Trinket to step on my back. I roll over and have Trinket step on my back. Trinket gets on. Kind of pushes on you with the bear claws. You can see. Seriously, don't take advantage of biscuits. Make biscuits trinket. Yeah, make make biscuits on Grog's back. <laughs> <laughs> can I look at the passageway that was uh, opened up? Uh, you can. Um, the passage is very, very thin. It can maybe fit you individually, barely fit Grog when you actually go through the passage properly. It's pretty spacious in here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yes. Um, pitch so yeah, you can, but it is pitch black on the floor, which means you guys can see like, it's equivalent of low light for you in pitch darkness. Um, it's only about 30 feet ahead of you. You can see the path just kind of continues for a little bit and then kind of widens up into what looks like a small chamber, but you Is have to get closer. Dangerous at all? Do you want the lantern? Um, hey. Perception check. Everywhere is dangerous here. <laughs> how far is yes. how far is the chamber? <laughs> 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 about 30, 35 feet. Great. <laughs> so, 21. Best you can tell, it just looks like a chamber. It looks like a hallway. We should investigate. That looks like a death trap. I think we should investigate. This is a tomb. I'm going to be so pissed. Tiberius, can you send a little light down that passageway? Uh, Yeah, sure. You want to shoot an arrow for me, love? Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Backstrace is the arrow. You just run. You're just going to go down the hall? Yeah, still. Okay. All right. So, as the light kind of, the, the arrow shaft vibrantly bursts into bright Tiberius created light, it arcs slightly down the hallway, only a 35 distance. It goes pretty. Pretty quickly, and then into what looks like a piece of rock. Actually, wedged itself into a piece of rock before falling out and hitting the ground, um, chipping a chunk upon impact. As it hits, you can see it's a small, kind of roundish oval chamber. Um, you can see uh, some 
what looks like small piles on the ground in the far end. Still hard to make out from this distance, but uh, you're welcome to. Enjoy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head towards the table. Yeah, I was right, you followed six it. Six on stealth. Right. You rush in. Follow up the arrow. Um, bear trap. The <laughs> <laughs> first thing you want you understand, the air smells faintly of ancient, untouched dust and mildew. Oh no, why did we just let this? You glance to the floor, uh, to the floor and notice what appear to be six long dead bodies strewn across the ground. How long dead? Skeletal and covered in webs. Okay. <gasps> oh, uh, no spiders. So who's in there? Just Vax right now? Yeah. Uh, just now Vax. Um, but, I'm going to uh, check out the very first, the closest body to the exit. Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Oh, God. That's uh, good. 19. 19. Okay. Well, as you kind of look across the bodies, I mean, there's nothing formal about this area. There's no, like, fine chiseled structure. It looks like a natural formation. It just appears to have been the final destination for whoever these individuals were. And uh, you do notice the way they're adorned, they were an adventuring party. They were people who came down here long ago for whatever reason, and the last destination was this this small cavernous space. You said they're covered in webs. Uh, there are webs on them, like, but the webs themselves are small, natural webs? spider, yeah, not like, like any small natural. natural. Okay, yeah. so not. Uh, but you do notice that each each one of their skulls has a giant oh. hole bored into the bone okay. itself from different places oh, in the skull. Different places. I'm gonna start searching all of them. Can, oh. no. No. Anyone else into the room? I'm, 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 gonna, no. I'm gonna make my way as well. I thought okay. we were all falling. Yeah. The rest of you guys make it one by one. It's a small room. All of these I hang out <laughs> outside with Trinket and Grub. Okay, you guys hang out there? I feel like Pike wouldn't want us to do too much damage to these bodies. Nothing good comes from spiders. I just feel like you wouldn't want us to I don't give a shit about these bodies. I care about what they're carrying. Okay. Looking at it, you notice they've been here for at least 200 years. At least. Two of the bodies are, are male humans. Yeah. There are two dwarven uh, bodies. One's male, one's female. For armor. Look one, for armor. One female gnome and one half orc. Okay. Ooh, gnome. Female gnome. Wait. Yes. Wait. What? Half orc. <laughs> half orc. Okay, wait. Half orc. Hang on. That seemed to you listed all that off. Two humans. I'm going to two inspect humans, the gnome. Two dwarves. I'm not even in the room. Okay, so you have to go ahead and roll Is investigation. That really and a no. gnome. Okay, hang on. Uh. Two Nineteen. humans. Okay. Uh, in looking at her, you find that well, most of these bodies have already been, for the most part, turned over and looted. Like there aren't some of them have no armor. Why the boulder? Like they're just in either plain clothes or their looks like their body's been kind of tossed and taking whatever was on them off. Um, you do find buried in the dirt under the the gnomish female looks to be a pristine ruby. I worth probably quite a bit. I'm gonna right. do um, oh, oh. an arcana check of is uh, that twenty-two? Just on the on the good pile of bodies. And okay, I'll get in just a second. Um, you, as you're inspecting the bodies on the other side, you come across the uh, the dwarven male is still fully armored. Ooh. Um, nice. Actually, has like a golden chainmail on and is clutching what looks like a, a metal maul. The rest of them have no armor or no weapons, but this one is just still fully adorned. Um, and. You also notice that the female dwarven corpse, while devoid of any accoutrement, any coin purses, belts, or anything, uh, does have kind of hidden within the bony clavicle, with a little bit of like stretched dried skin is pulled against it, a, uh, a pendant that is gleaming blue. I grab the pendant. Oh, yeah. and then I start 
this looks good for Pike, so I start taking this golden chainmail armor off. Okay, what does that do? You pull the pendant, you pull the pendant, and you look at it, and it's, it's a, it has a very beautiful sapphire emblem. You kind of rub the dust off of it and look at it, and you recognize this emblem. This is the emblem that adorns uh, House Thunderbrand. Naturally. Of Craghammer. Nice. Um, you turn it over on the back, and there's an engraving on the back that says, Forlorn on my love. Lorna? Oh, oh. Didn't, didn't he say to bring back some stuff from the yes. dark? and this is what we need. <clears throat> Who's he? That name sounds familiar. Oh wait, your magic guy said to bring back some magic stuff from the underground. From the value of exactly. our Tremaine? Was that his and name? And that's what it is. Yeah, but the, the Craig I'm gonna take and use that archon right. for that. Yeah, uh, it does, uh, the, the actual, the aim itself does have a magical essence to it, yes. <clears throat> I think she's down due for our friend back up uh, on the surface. Oh, under surface. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, it's something. What is it? <coughs> Amulet of the shield. Um, this uh, character power against shield twenty, adding plus five your AC against that attack. What does it do? It protects you. It effectively acts as it acts as a shield spell once per day. Once per day. Once per day. Oh, cool. Oh. Once per rest. Um, nice. It's like a magic shield because like it, it's a. Instant. Yeah, it's a reaction. Yeah. Oh, you have to be able to use magic. No. Oh. I don't think so. But you can uh, have it. He has, who has low AC that could use uh, it? Well, I'm the only glass cannon. And have the uh, so you go, over, you go over to the, uh, the, the armor, you get an armor for Pike, mm-hmm. you said? Alright. Uh, as you reach out and grab the golden chainmail on it, who fights? the yeah. cold air around the well, chainmail is noticeably piercingly cold to the touch. Make a constitution save. Uh-oh. Oh, that's why it's so... Oh, no! What was it? One. Natural one. We have a natural oh, right. one. What? As you guys are all doing this, you hear the sudden, this, uh, this like clenching of, of breath, and uh, uh, you, you glance over real fast and find Vax has fallen onto his back and his, his fingers are cold back and you can see this like dark energy that just kind of seeps into his body for a second. You can see his veins kind of pulsing a little bit. You feel your your form, like no physical damage taken to you whatsoever, but you you sense this like sapping of your strength and your breath is shallow and you, you imagine this is what an elderly person would feel like. You just have this it's lack of energy. Right. Um, as you say this, Pike runs over Pike. to you, Kima runs over to you, and they both kind of take a look at you. Um, uh, Pike starts inspecting you using her medicine. Uh, and Kima, because they kind of look at each other, they pass a few notes back and forth, and they both kind of agree, like, well, it appears to, uh, this, this dwarven individual, when he came to his end, was not very happy, and in doing so, left a very strong curse behind on his body. Um, About to each other. Um, um, everything okay in there? No. Is he dead? Wait. Not no, dead. no. You are considered cursed, which means you have disadvantage on all your ability checks and attacks. <gasps> You're cursed. Oh, is he old too? But how do you get rid no, of this? No, it's just. There are spells like remove curse. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet. Pike <clears throat> has that spell. Remove curse. I don't know. Pike's not here. <laughs> I don't have her. Oh, I can try it. Hold on. Nothing. What did you touch? You touched. What did you grab? Uh, armor. It was the armor. Oh, was that golden armor? Yeah. Let's leave the golden armor alone. Uh, I got anybody... this for you, Pike. Wait a second. <laughs> well, he, he, he gets uh, it still, and then. Oh no! Oh wait! All right. No, no. So, um, at which point? Kima steps forward and, and 
pushes everyone away for a second, concentrates, and she reaches up and grabs the holy symbol of Bahamut from underneath the front of her, the, the leather armor she's still exchanged it with you. And it glows with this kind of vibrant silver light, and it, the light travels down her arm to her hands to her fingers, and she places it out and reaches towards the armor. And as she touches it, she winces slightly, but you see this kind of glowing, dark, furious anger, this like face arise out of the armor, giving off this slight whispering howl sound, this and then dissipate. As you see the divine energy kind of begin to, uh, to dissipate and glide off her hand, she reaches over and touches you with her hand. Oh, yeah. And the curse is lifted. Oh, that was easy. Oh, yes, oh yes. Yes. All right. You go over and realize, oh, she actually has that spell. Uh, right. I awesome. clasp uh, Kima by the hand and say, nice. That's, that is one I owe you. That's one I owe you. She gives you a wink and says, to be honest, I just really wanted the armor. <laughs> and pats you on the shoulder. It's yours. She takes the golden chain off of the body. She, she plays, she <laughs> tells, yeah, you're out of the room. Do you, need, do, you, do you need me to create a curtain for your chains behind? Um, she she finds a cranny in the room. She, she puts on the chain mail, replacing the leather armor she gives back. Um, <laughs> um, she does take the, gives you the great sword, and then takes them all from the the corpse of this dwarf. But as she takes it from the body, she sits down and says a silent prayer, uh, clutches her symbol, and as she does, she takes from one of her pouches a small bit of uh, blessed water and kind of tosses it across the body of the dwarf, puts it back away, stands up. All right, shall we continue? Right. As we leave the uh, cavern, I give one of these to the dwarven uh, bodies. <laughs> You swear you hear a slight shift in bone. Ooh. <laughs> and silence left behind in darkness. I'm gonna take hey, did you do the armor yep. back? Uh, can I have that armor? No, I can't. No, give it to I can, I can have it. Sorry, sis. Please. Please. No, she took, she gave it back, she gave it back. Lotteries, I know she wore it. No, she gave it back, the, no, the. She put the chainmail on, she gave you the leather. Two very easy reasons. Give it, give it. you didn't want them to be found, but you did. I'm not taking armor off of her. Please, can I have that armor? She's holding it in her hands. Certainly. Thanks. I go put it on. I don't know what it is. It's magic, though. So. It's whatever armor you gave her that was in the. Wait, my armor? Yeah. That's my armor. Yeah, I The took armor that you gave to, for her to put on at Emberhold because she had nothing I on. I gave it to him. He gave it to her. And right. I, then I'm you're taking it. it. Uh, 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 hold on a second. Too late, too late. Let's just keep moving, all right? Let's just keep moving. I think we need to roll a brother sister contest, I grab her by the ear and say, that's mine. That's mine. That's mine. Squeezing her earlobe really hard. Roll. Yeah, you two roll. Go for it. Shit. Oh, it's mine, it's mine. Persuasion versus persuasion, is this what this was? Yeah, sure, sure. They played armor punch until one game. It's mine, it's mine. It's no fair. There was a two. Can we go find I'm not fucking figure it out. Figure it out. You guys, you keep talking over each other. Sorry. All right, so. We're just having party arguments right now? Apparently. What do you think? As you guys head back into the cavern, you move around the boulder that Grog had moved from the side crevice. Uh, and as you continue for about another 20 or 30 minutes, somebody begin to pick up what sounds like the distant lapping of waves against the shore. What? That's never good. 
Um, as the tunnel begins to curve larger and larger, eventually you come around a bend, and the tunnel opens up into a humongous cavern housing an underground lake circling a large island. From what you can see on the edges of the wall that are closest to you as the island disappears into darkness about 100 feet ahead of you, there are these blue crystals that you've seen throughout this tunnel completely covering the walls of this entire cavern. There's only maybe bits and places around the wall about five, 10 feet across will there be no crystal. Otherwise, it's just gray stone and blue crystal jutting from the sides. I go over to one of the crystal walls and I just kind of put my hand on the crystal and I cast daylight trying to see if I can emanate it up through the dome. Okay. Um, you cast daylight and on the actual crystal source that you cast it on, daylight emanates from it and kind of gives off a bright beacon of light. I wanted to like glow up the, like light up the crystal. Right. And uh, see if how far it can get it to reach up to the top. Right. You notice that from the whatever crystal vein structure, some of these are connected by, some of them tend to glow in spots. But you see it's kind of localized. All this crystal isn't interconnected, is what this tells you. Okay. There are pockets here and there that are interconnected, but there are like multiple veins, veins of it going through the entire What kind of what kind of liquid is this is this lake made of? So as you approach uh, the this Hard stone sur- surface you guys have been walking on for this tunnel begins to give way into like a, a coarse sand, almost uh, almost like a uh, gravelly shore, and it appears to be fresh water. It's clear. The smell is a little a little musty, but not too bad. Um, and you approach, and you can see there's just very gentle, very soft waves that occasionally lap up on the shore, but only a few inches. There's not a whole lot of motion to the water within this cavern. Can we see to the bottom? Is that clear? Yeah. I've got an idea. I'm going to take, I'm going to find a small rock. Oh, go ahead. Finish my description. (laughs) Uh, So there's this lake circling this large island across the way. Uh, You also see on this side of the shore, central, there is a large stone bridge that arches over the lake and makes landfall about uh, roughly 200 feet to the other side at the very, very tip closest to you of this island. It's about 15 feet wide, this bridge, 15, 20 feet, and uh, is an immediate walkway onto this island across. You can see just faintly on the edge of this island uh, a glowing bioluminescent fungal forest that covers a large portion of this island's top side. The edges of it you can see rise up into little like cliffs that have eroded over time and are kind of rather stark in places. Um, Plants! Look, living things! (gasps) It's... Clarota? Is this in any way dangerous? Clarota, as you look over, it's just like kind of gliding into the cavern it's the closest thing you could imagine seeing a mind flayer to smiling. He's looking about and kind of just, in response to you a few moments later, says, ah, we're near home. Mm. Let's all remember his feet don't actually touch the ground. Right. Yes. <clears throat> Do you know if there's anything in the water? 
He kind of glanced over you. There are many things in the water. That's, that's a fish. Oh. Crustaceans. Oh. He points over and you can see there's this small kind of very, very pale, colorless, kind of whitish gray crab that's over to the side that looks kind of weird malformed, like one claw is kind of twisted on itself and dragging behind it, and it kind of skitters into the water. Uh, Everyone make a perception check. Oh, yay. No. Oh, natural 20. (laughs) Oh, Uh, 14. (laughs) 20. Eight. Oh. Six. One. Oh, no. you two. <laughs> so as you all kind of walk up to, to the edge of the shoreline and you're inspecting the water and kind of, you know, kind of feeling for it, uh, you look over and on the far left side of the shore, you can see just below the waterline what looks like a sunken boat or two. I can't see what? shit. It's missed. There's a, there's a sunken boat in the lake. Really? Should I go get Down it? here? Clarota, Kill it. <laughs> Why? It's Why a boat. Clarota kind of gives you a look. I do not know. Many things wander these tunnels beyond my kin. We are but one of its denizens. Who's a good swimmer? Huh? Me. I'm actually a really good swimmer. Keely. It's over here. Lady Keely. She's well, very good swimmer. take a look, I, um... How, can, how do you know if you're swimming? Up? Run over to the edge of the water and I do a swan dive. And as I swan dive, I turn into a shark in the okay. water. I run to the water as well and I fucking cannonball. This <laughs> is <laughs> well. Okay. So Keyleth's form jumps into the air. This this thin life half elven figure that then turns into this giant shark beast that splash into the water underneath. A few moments later. Big splashing sound. Um, I'm gonna follow, and I'll I'll, uh, I'm gonna stay behind enough to where I can cast within her. Okay. Uh, So do I have to get in the water also? You can. You you still can't quite see what everyone's going for, other than what she said. Okay. Oh, I'll I'll get a little. I I won't jump in quite yet, but I'll I'll get to the edge. All right. The water is freezing cold. cold. Oh. It's it. You could swear this should have turned out ice by now, because um, your veins certainly feel like they have an impact. You immediately get over that as you transform into a natural creature that's used to cold water. Right. Grog, it's fucking cold. Um, <laughs> One and a half inches, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> medical uh, aren't usually this many penis jokes in a session, folks. Uh, just have it be one of those days. Um, so, uh, glancing down below, you get a, a brief view. You see it too. There are approximately two and a half boats that are made of some sort of a combination of wood and metal, like a, like a heavily rusted iron. Uh, one of them looks mildly serviceable. The other one is broken with a large hole in the bottom of it. I do a lap. Okay. So go check it out. Uh, you kind of look around. Uh, there doesn't appear to be much else around it. You do catch what looks like a semblance of uh, a half-eaten corpse, a bone that is just left partially buried in the ground. But you don't know how long that's been there either. It's just bleached bone at this point. Whatever fishes live in this landscape have picked it clean. So there's nothing in the boats at all? Nope. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Weird. Awesome. We could just keep going. Maybe come back. <laughs> 
Ask him if we can get the bridges booted. Okay. Out. Make a perception check. Oh. Make a perception check. I'm glad I didn't take it over the map. Yep, yep. Are you still alive? Yeah, I'm shivering. Twelve. Like, shark, right? Yeah. Plus three. You do a couple laps, nothing really catches your eye. <gasps> I take a big breath and swim down to where the giant shark is. Okay. Did I perception You can also? also attempt a perception. <laughs> this is like one out of every five games I get to. Twelve. <laughs> Plus zero. You found some boats, yo. <laughs> boats! <laughs> They are broken. I go uh, and I um, see the grogs underwater and I I flipper him and I go up under him and I, hold on. <laughs> Here we go. Giant shark comes up under you and just kind of nudges you aggressively and lifts you towards the surface. Dolphin help him a little bit. <laughs> well, she part of this. Never mind. Uh, I'm just going to keep going. All right. You guys all watch as Grog is now riding a shark. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Shark shark shark. So we ask Clorota for the bridge. We don't do that. Yeah, shut up. I mean, okay. This shark does. Clorota, is that mushroom forest? I mean, is that your home? Should we go there? Should we skip it? Clorota? Uh, the forest certainly surrounds the city. Oh. I carry Grog over to the island. There are many places of entry within this cavern. And you see Kurota kind of concentrate for a second. And within all of your minds, you suddenly have a very clear image of this entire cavern. It's a layout. What strange shape it is, where the general overlook is, and as clear as day. Oh. 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 You have oh. an entire visual of the inside of this cabin. Piece. Wow. You guys reside oh, yeah, down here, right by the bridge on this edge of the beach. This green represents the fungus, and this oh, you yeah. imagine represents the city, the temple being central to there. Mm. We should okay. not take the bridge. I think we should. Yeah, there's a lot of fungus to get through before the city. Why don't we? Are they still down there in the water? Yes, they are. They're right. still playing. Well, let's wait till they get back up before we get into the Where are we relative? Put this down here in case we want people to see that. Uh, well, Rob, where are we on that? Rob, Rob do you, you guys are right here. Can you pull ice any of those boots? <gasps> pull. Yeah. Pull them up, Grog. Pull like them it. up. I know what you're doing. I go over and I swim Grog over. And can I, as a shark, give like some like oh. shark? Push from the underwater. bottom. Sure. Push. Like sure. Breathing. Sure. Oh, fuck. Yes. I have a. I have a. We have an underwater breathing um, kit. Kit thing. that we that we bought. We bought one. At the store. There's two of them. Potion. Sick. I don't know. We bought one. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote two underwater breathing. I and remember Didn't that. write what it was. Two underwater breathing biscuits. Two underwater. Potion. I'm pretty sure it was potion. I'm pretty sure they were potions. What type of boat is it? Was pre-critical role. You haven't had a good look at it yet. Um, I tried to look, but I'm in shock, so I don't. Yeah. I don't know shit really. Go on, come on. <clears throat> okay, so we swim up to the top, and we come back to the shore, and you're just in the water still. Yes. What? What? Are we, what's What's down there? Do you need help? It looks Should we like go look? it looks like some kind of boat. Yes, there's That's all you got. There's boats. Uh, my perception boats, is shit. 
Well, should, should we try again with someone who has better perception? You want me to go Absolutely. down Absolutely. Ladies right. and gentlemen, we're going to pull up one Let's of those boats. Let's do it. Pull up one of those boats. Maybe we should check out the boats first. Fly this jump on my fucking back? city. Yeah. Oh, yes. is that all we need to do? Oh, okay, fine. And I walk over to the thing and I okay, just jaunt off into the water. Tiberius just slowly disappears beneath the surface. It is cold. Oh, it's so good. <clears throat> I take out one of my bottles right before I go under. My bottle there. My what? Air bottle. Oh, air bottle. Oh, yeah. You see the bubbles breaking on the surface, and then eventually the bubbles stop. And so, Tiberius <laughs> uh, may have drowned. You don't know. <clears throat> so I'm. Uh, so I'm, I can see him. I, uh, I I just kind of swim over there. I use my tail to kind of swim. I think I'm a good swimmer. And uh, how far? I want to swim up to where I can see the boat. Okay, this doesn't take you too far. Like it's maybe sixty feet from the edge of the coastline. So. Oh, okay. Um, uh, is it darkened? Can I see the boat now? You can see as long as you're traveling with a light spell going, which I assume you do at most points. Yeah, I still have my staff. Um, but yeah, you see there there are two and a half boats essentially. They're large. Uh, looks like they were meant specifically for travel. Um, the make, you're not quite sure where it may have come from. Uh, How large is it? Uh, I'd say it's about maybe 15, almost 20 feet from end to end. Okay. Um, okay. It's not very oh. okay, so I noticed it, and uh, oh. you're nudging the one that you want, right? Is that what's going on? <coughs> uh, so I noticed that. Um, oh, bless you. Excuse me. And pull it up. Where the hell is my... Oh, yeah. <coughs> I... Uh, I try and push it, poof, my hands down, and uh, direct telekinesis to lift up the boat out of. Uh, so you're putting your iron, your iron stone on as opposed to your. He gave the other one to me. Yeah, I. Oh, I, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Okay. I saw ah, Okay. Sorry. All right, so you put the awesome and you. And I cast telekinesis on the boat to lift it up. Okay. And I try and I swim underneath it. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a rustle in the waves on the surface of the water as you see also this <laughs> bowing and nice. splashing begins to occur. The ship begins to rise out of the, the sediment to the bottom of the lake. And try just to get right on the lip. It gets up, it's filled with water, you tip it on its side and spill the rest of the water out. There is still a large hole on the bottom of the boat, That's like on the inside. And you okay. carry it over back to the surface of the shore and rest it gently onto the rocks. Can you fit that boat in your wheel of mending? I'm underwater. Uh, I'm gonna jump back up up to the surface. Tiberius, that was amazing! Welcome to the surface. Can you use your wheel of mending on that boat that you just Put pulled up? Put my ball away. Uh, uh, do, uh, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a good question. Um, an entire I mean, I, I don't see why not. Um, Percy could assist. He's got some engineering. Once, well, I can't. I can't help with the with the wheel, but I could repair the boat. In oh. theory. Right. Percy, why don't you give it a whack before we put it? Can you? Can you? Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a list of things that I'm gonna need. I may have to send them down for more parts of the boat. A list of things. Let's try the wheel first. is still in effect. Currently, so if you wanted to do that now, bring, bring up, bring up the the, the broken boat. Okay, so parts, parts. It comes back with the the half boat, essentially. That's like cracked in half, and part of it's ruined and broken. But there is still a sizable amount of uh, oxidized iron, metal, and wood here that you think would be serviceable for repairs. Please don't roll a one. Okay, so I'm going to do a little tinkering and see if I can get this fixed. Okay. Um, Unless you want to try the wheel first. It's up to you guys. So try you're, the wheel. So you're going to go ahead and make a tinkering check? I'll do a tinkering, tinkering check tinkering. first and then try the wheel. Why don't you tinker it first? Okay. So you yeah. don't need the um, and that's the, uh, what do I use as my modifier? Wheel it is. 
I would say this is this is a key point in time for a Scanlan song. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> yes. You set bardic inspiration specifically uh, for stuff like this. Oh, I do. Yes, I will inspire you. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to sing. <laughs> What's a boat song? Sailing takes me away yeah. to where I've always that's, been. Okay, that's what it would be, 10. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that singing. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. All right, uh, what do I add to the modifier, by the way? Uh, well, you, you add whatever your tinkering bonuses, which um, should be uh, your dex. My dex modifier, thanks. Tinkering, what's the Irish name? Uh, thank God. <laughs> 13. Mm. Okay, 13 total? Uh, yeah, 13 total. Okay. You take a while with it, it takes a little longer than anticipated, but you have your general tools with you, you hammer away. About an hour and a half to two hours later, you're sweating, your muscles are sore, but you feel like you've managed to get the hole for the most part patched. Now it's just a test, it's buoyancy. Do you want to try the mending wheel? I'm, I'm practicing my shampoo oh, okay. flips now, now in the this water. Is, okay. My spell doesn't last 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 that long. Yeah. What is you want to put it in the water? Let's, let's, let's put it in the water and see what happens. I start right. pushing the boat back in the water and I jump in and start yeah. jumping up and down. Jump in. Are you pushing and you leap into the boat? That's the ultimate it, test. It gives to the six hundred pounds that are grog. It splashes a bit. It lifts. It seems to be holding. Okay. Uh, it's okay. leaving ripples in the water. Okay. Um, Will it fit all of us? You think? Let's give it a shot. I'm, I'm going to stay a shark. Okay. And, I and follow in the water. Let's pile in the boat. I jump maybe, in. Maybe, okay. Actually... Can I tow them? I was about to say, we can make a harness out of rope. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll be less conspicuous. Yeah, you're less, no, not as much Shark rowing. power is far less conspicuous. Uh, I, I, uh, I saunter on the boat up next to Grog and uh, go, excuse me, as I open the bag holding and take out the magic carpet. And I, I hop on that. <coughs> I get on the magic carpet with you. I'd rather be a free agent on this one. I don't. I'm staying in the boat. Here to fight on water. <clears throat> I'm setting up a little gun mount on the boat just in case. <laughs> okay. nice. Do you guys want to tie, nice. uh, get out the rope, and. We'll get out the rope. Me? Throw out a loop for you to grab. Plus. I swim through the loop. Get in the boat. Right, have a loop. I just want to know which way we're sailing. Plus, Are we going we left? Test. Now we can. We, we gotta no, check it out. Clarota put the image all in our heads. See, there's, there's an island over on, on, so, the, on that side. Oh, that's actually not bad. Yeah, let's go, go to this, this little side. Go that way. Vox Machina, there yes. is an island. There are also two small caves. And, uh... There's three small caves. Where? One, two small caves and then a path. Two right. and then rivers yeah. and paths. Uh, yes. Do you well, want to check them all out? Kind well, hurt. Clean. 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 clear out the fog of war. Straight for the, 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 the big prize. Are we all agreeing that I, I, if we're all deciding to come here or here toward the no, island? Well, I, I, think. I think if we if we can go here to this little island, I might be able to do some thinky, spyy, scrying stuff before we storm the city. Well, what do you mean, Kayla? <clears throat> like, the cave first, well, and then the island. I'm a shark, but like cave um, cave first. <laughs> 
Cave first. Right cave first, and then we'll go and to the island. And then island. island. It's like fun. Let's we go there. Have, we have to go to the, the right, right cave first, then we go to the island. I think when we eventually want to take the temple and kill this son of a bitch, we probably want the shortest amount of distance on land as possible, which means coming in from the north end where Tiberius is pointing. Right coming now. in through here, which is yes. least resistance. Yes. Speaking to the temple. But I think we're all a little slap happy and that curious. That might be cliffs on the back end, though, you guys. We yeah, might not be able to scale those. Well, what about Parker this beach? Best, best you can tell by the image that was given to you, any of the sections yeah. along the edge that have the jagged lines are cliffs. Okay. But the northwestern edge yeah, has a beach. Just fine. Correct. Yes. Yes. But yeah, we we're curious that. about the well, island. Let's just, we can enter let's here. sail. Okay. Yeah, we're going to the right let's cave. Let's sail. Let's sail. Towards the island. Right. So, Vox Machina, are we going to head around the southern, yes. southeastern edge? Yes. yes. We're going, we're sailing. Does we're anyone sailing know how to steer this thing? Oh. I'm, I'm we're towing. We're shock powered. Oh, towing. We're being towed. Wow. I'm on right. the carpet with you. Yes. <clears throat> that is impressive. All right, so you guys continue down the right side of the path. You push off into the water, being towed by Keyleth in shark form. Um. Oh yeah. As you push Should we forward, do pass without a trace. On she's us? a shark. Yep. We're pretty stealthy. As you guys continue pushing, I'll hug the far wall though. All right. I'll hug the wall. You hug the far Both edge of the water, pushing across. You find your way around, and as you begin to look up the wall, you can see once again like how these crystalline structures are just spread out across this entire wall, going up. You can't even see the ceiling of the cavern, it's so high up from your current perspective, it just disappears into darkness. Um, you continue following the path until eventually you come to this choke point here where the landmass begins to, you can see where the, the beach begins to press like down and touch now. the water. As you slowly and quietly make your way around the bench, you look over and you can see the, the forest, indeed, there are, they appear to be trees, but now you have a better view of it, you know, maybe about uh, four or five hundred feet off from you right now, um, that bioluminescent glow, this very faint glow is given off by all the plant life, all these these giant fungal trees. The the roots have these strange, organic, almost like they're gripping the ground. The, uh, the canopies of them blossom into these strange, almost mushroom-like Appendages, these these uh, like fungal bursts that kind of stick off the top and form the tree-like canopy, uh, and you can see vines hanging from each of these. It's a very strange alien forest, fauna that even you're not familiar with in your travels. Um, but it does give off this dull color, this 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 this, this faint light source that does tend to give a general visual view of the landscape on this island. Uh, you do see just barely beyond this point, looking across the tops of a few buildings in the very, very distance. Um, the color of the stone, from what you can make out, is almost like a like a jade mixed with like a gray marble. And you can just faintly make off in the distance one large pyramid-like structure that comes to a flattened uh, precipice on top. And there's on the island? On the island, to your left. And there's a very, very faint greenish glow at the very top that matches the coloration of that same glow you saw in the eyes of Queen Ulara earlier and the rest of the denizens that were in her party. As you quietly begin to push along, you come to the point where there's the beach to your right and there's the island to the left. The island, which kind of, it, it kind of comes to this incline and then drops off on the cliff on the far side. It has its own kind of encapsulated uh, fungal forest. You can see what looks like 
a very, very faint bit of ruins on the beach front that is mostly crumbled and fallen. Uh, but for the most part, it appears appears to be fairly empty, other than the, the the fungal growth itself. To the right, there is another pebble beach, same kind of consistency as the beach you first arrived on here. What's at the, the stone scale? Bridge. Are we talking Manhattan and Brooklyn, or smaller than that? Uh, put the scale. Your boat that you found yes. is about that big. Okay, so it's pretty big. It's, it's pretty big. Okay. Should we land on the beach and then check out that little cave? Yeah. Yes, I think that's All an right. excellent idea. All very curious. All right. <laughs> can I? Can we, as we're flying overhead, can I get a better look at what if there's anything on the beach? Uh, yeah, as you guys come by down, you look on the beach, you see the ruins, you see, um, even though there's no real breeze or wind in this cold air, there is like a slight swaying. On the beach? On to, to the, the, the trees that kind of reside on this. Like what about the little island, ca- the little cave? On here? So, yeah, yeah. Best you can see, kind of looking down, it's just a plain pebble beach, it's kind of like an inlet there that goes into the cavern interior. The wall. Let's get all up in that bad boy. Let's get all up in the right. cave. Maybe there's treasure. Yeah, just miss hey, treasure. Uh, I got a pirate. I'm a ruby. Arr. I'll, I'll stay with the boat. Oh, oh, sorry. It's a. Uh, all right, Should we fly in, Tiberius, and just go? Oh, yeah, I'm so All right, stealth and fly in. Can we do that? <laughs> Is that possible to stealth and fly at the same time? You can certainly try to keep quiet while doing so. The uh, as the the cave that actually opens up on the side of the wall within this cavern is about twenty feet up. And about 25 feet across, so you're flying as slow as you can, but you're still only about maybe 15 feet off the ground, 10 to 15 feet. Um, RS, do you going in with the. Well, we're on the boat, but no, Grog and I want to go, right? I'm coming. Nope. No? Nope. I'll come. I think it'll be a quick trip. Uh, uh, but are we. Is the boat going up to the to the beach? Yeah. Yep. Yes. All right. I, I scoop up Scanlan and go piggyback style like he's my son. <laughs> Jump on the beach. I'll wait to hear. All right. Uh, you guys, everyone who's entering the cavern, go ahead and make a stealth check. Ooh, pretty flashy, pretty flashy, pretty flashy. Natural 20. Scanlan. Oh, Jesus. Uh, 13. I'm in the boat. Save the boat. 13. Six. Oh, wow, we got 27. All right. Oh, we are As you car. guys not so stealthily begin to march <laughs> into the tunnel here, uh, you follow it as it kind of bends around a little bit and eventually it opens up into this larger space. And as you enter the room, it, partway through this tunnel, the scent changes dramatically. That cold Sorry. kind of still water smell begins to give way to this terrible sulfurous rotting smell. Very, yeah, it's it's near septic. Um, and as you enter this room, this, the smell is dreadful, and you can tell, uh, using your light source over here, there appears to have been some sort of a struggle. There are bedrolls and sheets kind of strewn about and, and soiled and burned and torn across the floor. There's about, was like three or four different bedspreads that have just been tossed and ruined. You can see a semblance of what was a fire pit, but all the soot and ash has been smeared across the ground to the outside of it. Um, there appears to be like like a half-buried, uh, like, a, like a chest or a, or a container off in the far corner, and you can see what looks to be four dead bodies in uh, like a not too long state of decay. 
Like you still see flesh and skin, but like there's some bone peeking through, and they're all just kind of slumped against the ground against Vax, the Vax, why don't you go mess with them? I'm going to use perception on the chest and the bodies. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is not that good. That is uh, thirteen. I'm going to use my the earring of uh, whispers right now. And just uh, you, there's some fun things in here. Uh, Grog, you're not wearing it. Someone tell Grog he might need to kill something. <clears throat> this looks a little uh, dangerous. All right. We're killing something. Be ready to run. I'll come um, run again. I'm, I'm back in the chest. <laughs> I take out one dagger and I just throw it at the chest to sink it into the lid. Okay. All right. So you uh, from from a ways back. Yep. You take the dagger into the wood. Doesn't seem to have any immediate effect. It's not one of those. It's not one of those crazy springy. Yeah. Okay, so there's a 13 perception check, I, I guess, on the chest. So I'll go try to open it. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. Has anybody run to the back of the cave yet? Are, are we all on the cave? I mean, no, we're all on the not. carpet. No, no you're uh, on my back. Grog and Scanlan. Percy are still in the in the boat but at this we're point. it. Right. Scanlan's on oh, back. Oh, I'm running it. Yeah, I did. Okay, well, you're in the process of stepping out of the boat at this point. Um, as you begin to approach. The chest. Yes. You notice one of the bodies shift. <gasps> oh no, I'm dead. Its head kind of rolls around and looks at you. Pike. And uh, Pike is still back in the boat with Percy. What? She doesn't have one of the earpieces, so. She... Someone called Pike. Uh, you should Percy, go there, Pike. I'm right dead. Now. Percy, I'm dead. All right, we're on our way. Pike, come on. All right. Uh, as you guys get out of the boat and begin rushing that direction, you 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 notice the one body kind of looking over at you with this weird grin. You've used you've had a few encounters with the zombies or undead creatures that unnaturally move. This one has an intelligence to it that disturbs you, and you immediately you glance over at the other bodies who are already getting to their feet. Where are uh, the bodies located? Good thinking. We will get to that <laughs> at the top of our next session. Oh! Nuts! No killing. Dead, yes. <laughs> no killing. Yeah. No killing happens. We're pirates. I'm a shark still. Yep. Come back, shark. Ashley. No Come idea. Back. Help us, Ashley. Grog, you <laughs> could throw a shark at something. <gasps> can you? You yeah. can toss a shark. Yeah, but you won't be able to. At a zombie. You can use a shark like a baseball. Yeah, for like, you can be for like, you could, not, like, like a battering ram a zombie with a shark. Right? It just yeah. goes. Yeah, sharks don't die instantly when they get out of water. So yeah, they can like. Flop. Mm. Yeah, like a couple minutes out of the water if you're a fish. They have like sandpaper skin. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. So we will pick up next week with the next episode of Critical Role, in which the party will deal with this sudden uh, surrounding of some strange, partially decomposed corpses. It's the undead. Thanks for listening to the Critical Role podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons and & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast.